What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm sitting here with Akash Singh and Alex Media. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a new setup in the studio. <laughs> I'm very, very, very happy. I should have just said we got a new studio, but I can't lie to the. <laughs> I can't lie to the asshole. Why did you even say anything? Why don't you just let them guess? Because some of these people, they're not watching on YouTube. They're just listening. This is an yeah, audio podcast. It, but you're not doing any of this for the people listening online on audio. Okay. You're doing it all for the YouTube people, so just let them speculate. Now, here's my question to you. Do you think if it's possible if you were listening to a podcast and then something visually stimulating happened on the podcast, you might be inclined to perhaps look at that visually stimulating thing? Nah. Don't just disagree to disagree. <laughs> fucking idiot. No. You know what? That's right. We should have nobody watch the YouTube or nobody do anything. We just... should we should do whatever we can to just tank the podcast. That's a great idea. Let's not get anybody involved in the visuals. <laughs> Look at him all butthurt. He's so happy at this new studio. <laughs> <laughs> My man's sensitive I right know. now. My man's sensitive. Because I'm dealing with idiots. Look, it's, you know how like, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. just like, yep. uh-huh. I have vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have vision. Yeah. And I'm dealing oh. with visionless people. And I'm fine with that. That's okay. I still care right. about you guys. Right. But. Yo, is your vision like super far in the future? Oh my God, bro. <laughs> like, Oh, galaxies away he's trying to make fun of the fact of my outfit oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is it I like got you now. galaxies I got far you. far away like that I got you I got you he vision? thinks I'm wearing a Star Trek outfit I also I have... didn't think so until Alex pointed it out and now you look heller like the robot cause he did say for visual oh, visual purposes oh you know the robot you're talking about yeah data yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. data Data, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Look yeah. Like what data. about this mustache? How do you feel about the mustache? I mean, you raping somebody. <laughs> you, th- you think it's a rapey ass mustache? A, oh, okay. children's rape. You think it's a molesty mustache? If you guys want to tune into the YouTube page, yep. oh, take a look this at this individual mustache. Dumb this... idiots, get it! Now you guys figured it out. What do you mean, get it? Who gives oh. a fuck about a new studio? So now you're People saying people didn't watch the old oh studio. They're you're saying, go look at the wait a I swear to God, I'd be throwing softballs to these idiots, and then they oh, hit it. Fuck up! And then they hit Shut it. Shut the fuck they up! They hit it, and they think that they hit the home run. He's nah, saying I gave that you he the wore fucking mango. I threw that shit up there like that. No, the sweater I really believed in, and the mustache I believed in. I truly believed. Both of these things. That being said, if you guys are going to roast me about them, we've got to see what it looks like visually. <laughs> I'm just saying somebody listening must have to see. And then when they go see, right now, everybody that's listening right now, they're going, "When is that video dropping?" They're like, "Alex Media, hurry up with the video. Why is the video so late?" I do get those tweets every week. Oh yeah, yeah. why is it so late? We got to start giving you raises. We just gave Alex Media a raise. Yo, you know, first of no all, first, first of all, the video's never late. You talkative. We don't have a time. <laughs> <laughs> this mad talkative. He making money. He a new tax bracket. You know what it is? The new studio, I can't see his face, so he's more brave. <laughs> <laughs> the old studio, I can see that motherfucker's face. I can see him think about shit. The new studio, he's more <laughs> ambiguous. Yeah, he's he just out there. We about to put him in that room uh, right there. Fucking jungle of IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is like a safari animal. <laughs> Yo, uh, you yeah. should see the second Andrew mm. proposed giving you more money, if you peep the timestamps, I immediately said yes. I'm with it. That's my text. And then the second we told you about the raise, <laughs> it was that fast that Alex was like, yo, make sure y'all don't fuck up so I don't have to edit anything. Yo, bro, this it guy, was 10 seconds. Yo, 10 I'm breaking, seconds. I'm breaking all my rules in business, which is, you know, in, in relationships, you reward good you behavior. You don't reward bad you don't behavior. Reward, this guy is just bad behavior and I just keep paying him more money 
money and more money. Here's the thing. You got inherently you have white guilt. And since you've gotten him thrown in jail. Trust me. Yes. There's no white guilt. <laughs> Listen. Trust me. I think the none. guilt is that he was in jail guilt. I, no, no, I feel no responsibility for that <laughs> whatsoever. If anything, I feel like a hero for getting him out of jail because his incompetent lawyer would have had him in there for six months. So if you should feel white guilt. You should feel guilt towards the white. I should feel white guilt. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you, should feel, you should feel, yeah, guilt towards me. How I many, feel zero of that. Do you think there's a point at which you fuck so many white girls that you start to feel white guilt? Like you just start to take them in? No, I'm doing them a favor. I know, but at a certain point, they're just going to like become a part of you. Yo, I forgot. We listen. We we did all this planning, and you still fucked up with the pre roll, yeah, Because you're yapping. Because you know what? Because you, you visionless idiots are yapping in the beginning you know of the what, podcast. Alex? Look how fucking brave he was talking all that shit like Wilson and Home Improvement peeking <laughs> over the fucking IMAX. Okay, you got your little fence. We're taking that shit down. It's going to be laptops only next week. I'm going to look right in your eyes when you talk all that shit. Yo, Alex, you know what you can do is just edit this out. No. Oh, I got what you were saying. That was good. That was, yeah, good. Yeah. That was, good. That was good. But he ain't going to do that. No, no, no. He only edits out when we say girls' names that he fucks. Then we got no problem editing. Then, then we could bleep. Then we could do that. All of a sudden, we Comedy Central. Yo. I'm going to just be quiet. Um, <laughs> This week's episode of Flagrant 2 has been brought to... A very loyal sponsor, Brethren of the Asshole Army, Fake yep. News at Night, Facebook.com slash Fake News at Night. It, they just got awarded, and I got to get this down so I don't fuck it up, but they just got uh, awarded the most viewed independent digital series of all time on Facebook. That's fucking crazy. Now, I'm not... That, that all the credit goes for them for making great content and for you guys who are listening right now and you don't know about what they do it's a satirical news show they don't take a side left or right it's absurdist they just kind of make fun of this crazy news cycle that we're in right now um, it is the onion on crack but act it out you guys should absolutely check it out facebook.com slash fake news and it's not bitch ass it's not bitch ass the it's onion not is cucked mad up. bitch ass exactly all that shit is cucked up and this is not cucked up no cuck news that being said, um, I think I think maybe the asshole army, the support that the deserve asshole army has some given, credit. maybe a little credit. You know how I feel about my credit. You deserve some credit. The asshole army deserves some credit. Not me. I mean the asshole army. Everybody yeah, yeah. went out there. They were throwing the fucking fingers up. <coughs> you know what armies do? The they up. invade. Oh, we definitely invaded we that invading. Facebook feed. We invading Facebook. We also invaded uh, Kaz's Instagram. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Kaz, Kaz oh, shut man. his comments down because yeah. he was getting so many eggplants. And you know what I have to say? Guys, run it back. <laughs> this week, I want double the amount of eggplant emojis. If we don't shut Kaz's account down, what the episode's dropping on Tuesday. Yeah. If we don't shut Kaz's account down by 6 p.m. Tuesday, keep doing it. So that we can shut it down at a later time. I, 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 I'm not saying we're not going to, but let's make it a goal. Asshole Army, Real Life Kaz is the Instagram. Shut his comments down by 6 p.m. Tuesday, okay? Just throw those eggplants up there. You know, it's wild, too. What's Again, that? the strength of the assholes. That was a Patreon episode. That wasn't oh my lord, an episode that everybody got. That's a great, great it point. Was, it was the Patreon assholes that shut his shit down. Back to Facebook.com slash fake news at night. Make sure you go check that out. I think they have a couple more episodes left in the season. Um, we've been talking to them about potentially partner up on some cool shit. But go check out the guys at Facebook.com slash fake news at night. These are two, three minute sketches, really, in a newsroom. 
acting out this news and really making fun of this fucked up news cycle that we're in right now. Somebody needed to do it. Yeah, somebody needed to do it. And uh, go check it out right now. Leave some uh, assholes. Keep them, make sure you keep them extra tight. Fuck it. Put some eggplants up there too. Eggplants and assholes. That's a new <laughs> podcast that we have coming to you. Eggplants and assholes. It's all about homosexuals. <laughs> eggplants and assholes. Um, but yeah, so make sure you go check that out. We got a very busy very busy show. We have one thing that we got to congratulate. A lot of congratulations. Yep. Um, it does feel nude without the table right here. Dude, you, I feel naked. This is, this is a, I think that we're going to get used to the No, nudity. you'll get used to it. You know, it's one of those things like, uh, you know, Adam, it's like reverse Adam and Eve. You know, right, like right, right. Adam and Eve felt fine naked and then that bitch ate that fucking apple. This bitch. These girls love sweets so much. This bitch. And boom, all of a sudden they fell uncomfortable naked. So, we just hit uh, our very first, and this is big news, 100,000 listen episode. Round of applause to us. Round of applause to us. That is dope. Okay. We just That's hit a our milestone. first 100,000 listen episode. That's massive. That's massive. That's like the benchmark in podcasts. Once you reach 100K, now it's the real deal. Yeah. Now, we've been able to be a part of the conversation in podcasting. We've been able to control the conversation and really move the conversation in certain things. You know, there's a lot of a lot of times you guys will tweet us sports stakes that you heard here first. Right. And the reason we've been able to do that is one, there's some very influential people that listen to this podcast. And they have a lot of influence in the world. They're, you know, we'll let them remain nameless, et cetera, but they are taking those ideas and they're putting them out there in the ether. But also because the fans of this podcast are so fervent. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Right? So whether a podcast, they might have hundreds of thousands of people listening, but they don't care enough to really share the shit. When we get it moving, when the asshole army assembles, Bruh. we invade him, bro. Bye-bye, yeah. Iraq. We about it. We devout. You know what I mean? Bye-bye, Afghanistan. <laughs> we in here. We need to do some nation building. So some real shit has gone down. Um, 100,000. We should be very proud of ourselves, Akash. Um, um, oh. Hype. Like unbelievably proud, and it's gonna keep on going that episode. That episode because it's only been like a week since it. Yeah. So I'm Check just out very the episode excited. If you haven't already, huh? It's a fun episode. Mm. Absolutely, it's the episode where Mouse and uh, Jax came in and they had an amazing, amazing feud and a lot and of sexual chemistry. A lot of sexual chemistry. We're still working on that ski vacation, and we figured if they don't take it, Akash and I will go. <laughs> Yo, it's nice for be beautiful mm. ski vacation. It's be nice. beautiful. What do you think? Brokeback Mountain too. Yeah. I like it. Oh, we breaking backs for sure. Oh. <laughs> I like it. There we go. <laughs> I don't like not being able to see Alex. We really got to- I love it, actually. Set. I know. <laughs> I love this setup. No, I don't like it one- I, I could like never really see him, see him before because I was always basically You'd have to look past, but I don't like this this at all. We got to get this computer out of the way. How important is this computer right here, Alex? Very. It records everything. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he calling you a fucking idiot from behind his camera. <laughs> no, I talk bad shit back here. What's I up? I want to start throwing punches. CB, so Drew. <laughs> I can't see you. You got just, no punching power. We all know that. You just, couldn't knock down a 5-6 Swede. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, you're really oh, one to talk yo, shit. Really? Son, I didn't punch. I, I did a... I, yo, he sideswiped you with his weak arm. He ain't even use a struggle, but that was his weak arm too. That was his weak arm. Yeah, come on, son. Get the fuck out of here. Because he had that Billy Club, he was beating the shit out of you with his other arm. (laughs) And I was eating him. That's right. He didn't beat you with the left, he beat you with the right. You're right. (laughs) My my finger is still fucked up from that. Oh. (laughs) 
It is. I went to the doctor. Oh, I don't have herpes. That's another thing. Oh. Did I tell you about this? It's gone? What happened? So I It's gone. <laughs> I never had herpes. You never had herpes. So this is the whole thing. So I thought I had herpes because I had that cold sore thing underneath my lip. I still know you have herpes. No, no, no. And you can see it, right? If you are watching on the YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, there's like a little, uh, you know, residue or whatever for it. But do you Dude, see what I'm talking this, about? Yeah, this, of course I see what you're talking yeah, about. This okay, angle it's is not that bad. Horrible it's plain it. as day, dog. Just stop it, guys. I don't like this bullying that I'm getting from either one of you, okay? This is too much fucking bullying, okay? You're wearing a shirt with a bath mat on it. Alex, you, fuck you. Shut up. Teleport home. Yo, shut the fuck up, bitch. That's what he needs. He needs to be behind the scenes. He's Wizard of Oz. <laughs> okay. So basically. Oh my God. So basically what happens is this. I think I got, I think I got herpes, right? Right. And I told you about the story about the girl where I felt like a total cuck because yeah. she wanted me to kiss her. I didn't kiss her. Right. And I thought the shit had healed enough. So we made out a little bit. Next day, she's like, yo, that shit underneath your lip. Now I got that on my lips. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I take a picture of it, right? And I send it to my doctor because I got a cool doctor where I don't got to go in. I can yeah. just send pictures and he diagnoses me for yeah. pictures, right? Yeah. I trust that doctor. Well, so did I. So <laughs> he sends me back fucking herpes medication, Valtrex. So I go to the pharmacy and I know these people at the pharmacy. So now they got to know. Now I know you're mad friendly with everybody. That's the problem with being friendly is once you get an STD, is everybody knows. Everybody knows. So I go in there. I'm getting the voucher, and I ask Shorty behind the thing, and I'm like, "Yo, let me ask you a question. Like, do I need the cream and the pill or whatever like that?" And this bitch goes, "Uh, Natasha." <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> do, 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 does the Valtrex need to go with the cream or with it out? And I'm, oh my God, bitch, is this really happening? This is yeah, a scene yeah. out of a fucking Adam Sandler movie. So I'm in there. I'm like, I get the, I'm just giving me the fucking pills. I take the pills. I'm start taking these giant fucking herpes pills. They're like this big, right? Right. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's almost as big as the herpes on your mouth. Yeah, yeah, they're a little smaller. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. thank you so much, you fucking virgin. <laughs> this guy fucked one girl. <laughs> He's talking about STDs. STD free, baby. Yeah, all right, whatever. So, uh, you're, dude, you're one pussy away from gay. You've STD. probably done more gay shit than you've done shit with a girl. I wish. You've probably shared a bed with more dudes than you've shared with a chick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. what are we talking anyway, about? Anyway, super gay. So, what are we talking about? Okay, so... Um, you know what else is gay? STDs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look. So moving on. So moving on, right? So I got this fucking... I got this... This What I'm thinking is herpes on my lip, right? Right, right? You having fun over there, Alex? He's trying so hard to get this story yeah, out. You having fun, fun over there? He wants the world to know. Everybody Yo, a good time? I am herpy wait. free. Where I'm getting it? this story I out. I love confident <laughs> Alex. Yeah, you, Yo, got the, you got the floor, Drew. You, you, got you know what it is? Yo, this man gave you the you know, floor you know, on your what podcast. It is? No, no, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. You really talk with the confidence of the top half of your body. I need, <laughs> I need that confidence of your calf muscles back, okay? <laughs> Fucking Gumby legs. Shut up. Okay, so what I need is, so I go like this. I'm like, fuck. She got, I got the medication. I'm like, fuck, I got the herpes. So I text her, right? Because she's got this shit on her lip. And she's like, what is it? Now I'm acting, I can't say it's herpes because I got to be like, I don't know. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know what we got, right? right? And I almost hit her. I don't her. know what we got. Oh, no, 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 wait for it, wait, wait for it. I almost hit her with the, what did you give me? 
Because right? I, I had the soul patch cover and I don't know how much she knew and I was like, what blah blah blah. But then she knew and I was like, listen, I thought it was a pimple, you know what I mean? So this that being said, I've already been taking the Valtrex. And I'm like, listen, I thought it was a pimple, but I'm gonna talk to my doctor and see what this shit is, right? And figure it all out, right? I I I I basically text her later that night, I'm like, yo. It's some it's some cold sore shit, whatever. Everybody got has it, but don't worry, it's gonna go away. Fuck it, we got herpes, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. We got some herpes, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, listen, fuck. not everybody gets to share something with you know someone that they're dating. You know what I mean? Like, and on some level, she got to be happy because it reminded me of that Patrice O'Neill joke, like about the what we do if a girl lost her vagina, like you know what I mean, like. Like, ladies, how would you keep your man if she lost if you lost your vagina? Like, and yeah. then he goes after the obligatory. You can't one break month. Up with your girl I can't break up with this bitch. She just lost she her lost pussy her in a vagina, train right, right. So, like, I, a part of me is like, girl, you got me for a little. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I can't stop seeing you now when we got herpes together. Yeah, you, you know right. what I mean. So, right. so we in this herpes thing, and uh, I, I no, we in this herpes thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it might be simplex one, but with me and you, it's simplex two. <laughs> it's simplex the two of us in this bitch, right? So. So I my knee has been fucked up, my fingers from saving Alex has been fucked up, and then I have another injury, right? Herpes. And no, on top of the okay, herpes, okay, right? And my right. body's falling apart, but I collect I make sure I get a bunch of injuries before I go to the doctor. So right. it's like laundry. I don't <laughs> I don't be in there with just one thing. Like I let the laundry stack. Oh, I got no more hundies? All right, it's time to go see a doc. So I go see a different doc. Okay. Right? I go see my man. Never met him in, in in my life, you know. We go in there checking the. He's checking all these different parts of my body. My knee being fucked up, scar tissue everywhere. My finger, obviously, very fucked. He, he even asked me. He was like, "Yo, did you block a billy club?" I was like, How do you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> he's like, "He's like, yo, did you save your friend from racism?" And I was like, "I did save him from. Ra- I know. I was dedicating my whole body to saving my friend from racism." So he was like, "Look, Martin Luther Schultz, I need. I need. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Schultz. I need you to. I need you to. You know, make sure you look out for yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first. I was like, that's a good point. Next trip, definitely. So, <laughs> watch. And I'm going to get all the oxygen next time, Al. Okay? <laughs> You're going to be a little. Now they say, don't put the oxygen on the baby. The baby going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be. <laughs> and I'm going to be over here like, oh, hold on, baby. Let me get some deep breaths. <laughs> so, I go. I go to the. um. I go to the doctor. I go, yo, doctor. And you know what else is fucked up? I got this stupid fucking herpy on my lip. <laughs> I said that to the doctor, right? I got this stupid fucking herpes on my lip. It's so annoying. When is this shit going to go away? And he looks at me. He goes, wait, what? I go, this herpes on my lip. He goes, that's not herpes. I go, look, it's right here. He goes, are you? He's like, no, that's impedigo. I go, what? It was impedigo. It's just a bacterial thing. Did it like have a little yellow shit around the thing crusting? He defined it as like as honey or whatever like that. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's impedigo. It's not herpes. Are you crazy? And then he gives a close look at it. He goes, dude, no. Put some neosporin on it. It'll be it'll be done in a fucking day. Put neosporin. What is this? Two days ago. Now you can't even see it. I mean, <laughs> you could if you were on the YouTube. Anyway. <laughs> but, but, so now I don't have herpes, right? So I don't have herpes, but this girl I'm talking to still got herpes, right? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> now I got to break you the news You can't talk to this bitch. I can't talk to her no more. She got herpes. <laughs> Fuck, are you crazy, bitch? You finna give me that, you selfish bitch? No. How you gonna give me herpes, bitch? No. <laughs> Fuck, bitch, you want me to still talk to you, bitch? I got empedigo. I'm empedigo. <laughs> Simplex none. Ain't no simplex. Yo. Shit. 
Bitch. Anyway, so I call this herpes having bitch up, right? This bitch. <laughs> I'm calling yuck. her. I'm calling <laughs> her. Fucking I'm, yuck. I'm talking her mad far from the phone. <laughs> I don't even want the herpes. I don't want herpes to even go through the no, phone and hit no, me on my no. shit. <laughs> and I go, listen, I got some news for you, yo. And she's like, what's up? And I was like, I hate to break it to you, but we don't got herpes. <laughs> I don't got herpes. Well, I definitely don't. You got to get yourself you, checked. Yeah, you, you need to go see now, somebody. I recommend you go to the second doctor I went to. Because the first doctor, <laughs> this motherfucker don't know shit. Okay? <laughs> this, this guy had me taking horse-sized herpes medication for three days before I finally realized I don't. Um, so I finally tell her, yo, you don't got herpes. Everything's good. It's just empedigo. She's like, what's that? I'm like, I ain't really asking no questions about that. Like, Once I found I ain't got herpes, I was really excited. Just about put some Neosporin on it. I said, put some Neosporin. So I've been doing a little Neosporin checks with her she good okay all i'm trying to say is we hit 100k i don't got herpes we got day. a new studio it's a you good know what day ali's got confidence <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker got <laughs> self is did you say oh alex you can i say you quitting your job yet motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we cutting that you fucking dick. Oh, now you got oh, editing to do. Now you got shit to edit. Now huh? you got editing to do. Huh. Oh, I'm going to edit that herpes Listen. all on the cover of this fucking Listen. episode. Listen, oh, that's what? fine. That's fine. That's fine. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Skip. 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 Ain't no problem. Skip. Skip. Ain't no problem. Oh, fuck. Skip. Ain't no problem. Skip. Skip. Ain't no problem. Listen, ain't no problem. It's a potato, Skip. It's a potato. It's a potato, Skip. Ain't no problem. Oh, bro. Damn, son. What's the what's the only sexually transmitted disease you've had, Akash? Depression. Yeah. <laughs> Akash don't be like no jokes about him and his girl, yo. What? I let's talk yeah. about that. Yo, let's talk what's about it, Akash. Sent his girl to India, son. She said, be gone. said be gone. Said be gone. She Still? loving life. She in India for two weeks, yeah. Oh, how much have you been whacking? Not enough, to be honest with you. I should really soak it up. <laughs> I mean, dude, you could walk around. Like, I didn't have sex for 30 years. I don't think that's going to be a big deal to go two weeks without having sex. <laughs> Yo. Uh, okay, so she's in India. Are you worried about her cheating on you at all? No. No? Literally zero. You think that she went out there to charm some cobras? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> what? I'm just saying. It's funny. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> Gotta make sure she ain't got no venom in her when she come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man! I have entirely too much. I'm like arrogant about her not cheating. I'm like, what? really? Yeah. You do, you're not worried in the least. No, not at all. Cause you've made sex feel so useless to her. What's it? What's the point? <laughs> you gonna cheat for disappointment? <laughs> Yo, sex for her is like having an appendix. Like I could do without this shit. I'd be fine. I don't need all my liver. <laughs> <laughs> she might as well donate the pussy, bro. The, that shit is the second kidney. So why don't she donate the pussy to a nice tranny? Dude, what the fuck? Right? Like a trainee that really wants a pussy. If she's not using the one you get, oh, she didn't have a baby. But no, she get that scooped out or cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. Scoops is the Alex special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a scoop. <laughs> My man Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. He got 30 seconds flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no table we can slap five. Hella easy. Hella easy. It was uncomfortable to get it. But now, now we ride it. Now we ride it.
We need a picture of us, all, all all four of us, like the banana boat, but instead it's a wave, but we all got cowboy hats out, like we're riding the wave. Yeah. That shit would be so sick. Anyway, um, okay, so many things to fucking talk about today. <laughs> we have so many things, and we've wasted so much time. Son, son. son. We wrote out topics for son, hours. Y'all got to see how much organized. Yo, because last, we, I hit Akash last, I was like, listen, bro. <laughs> Because I'd be be mad fucking grateful to the fans and listen. So like every week. Cam's not that grateful. He's not even here. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all got to chill, man. Who got to chill? Yo, shut the fuck up. Behind the confidence. This this motherfucker over here, yo. This is the thing. When he says that, it's a joke. When you go, y'all got to chill, now it's serious. Yeah. Oh, Are you okay. fucking up everything behind ah, the yeah. computer? Ah, ah, it's like in bed if a girl says no, Dennis Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, Your Honor, we was just fucking. Your Honor, Your Honor, we was just fucking. Your Honor, Ooh. we was fucking. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. We cannot keep old episodes up. For that, we got Bro, the what if, what, you think it's possible that like what if your hearing was so good right that like you could pull out right before like <laughs> like, like she was like mm, and you were like and then, and then you were already out before she could say it so technically nothing <laughs> whoa <laughs> let us know how that works next time you go to India Akash okay so, I want to, like, oh, actually talk about all the things. Basically, <laughs> what I was trying to say is this. Nah, son, for real. This is what I was trying to say. Listen, this is to you guys back at home. <laughs> Check out to this. those of you watching on the YouTube. Those- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son. Yo, son. <laughs> yo, son. Oh, I don't like y'all bullying me, yo. <laughs> I don't like this. No, I was co-signing. I don't like this feeling of bullying. I was co-signing. Okay, so you telling me my girl cheating on me, and I'm the bully. Someone gotta tell you. <laughs> Sometimes I gotta tell you, bro. Come on, bro. Oh my god. Let me tell you something, oh bro. That tandoori oven full. <laughs> that shit full, bro. That yeah. shit full. Yo, you know what I mean? Kunal got a joke, one of the ABDCs, where he's like, listen, if if my girl is Ain't cheating on me. nobody care, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody care, bro. Ain't nobody care about that. All right? Yo, sorry, Kunal. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Kunal. Sorry, yo, but we, anybody care about that right now, son. Oh we God. out here. We out here in this motherfucking world, son. That's the funniest shit. Ain't nobody cares, story, son. You story, you just have to shut the fuck hey, up. Ain't nobody care. That's, that's the that's the knocking oh the can of beer out of your hand of stories. It's so good. It's my favorite thing to do. Yo, we used to do that shit to each other all the time, son. We knock shit out. We would beg people to come into our comedy shows if you had like a little snack in your hand. Oh man, it's over. Just slap that shit, boy. That shit was so much fun. You remember we used to always go to a diner by your crib? Yeah. They would just put the water, like the jug of water, down for us and then just leave us alone. And then one time I threw water in your face about something. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just took the jug of water away and started yelling at us. <laughs> Yo, people don't realize how reckless we were early in our comedy days, man. The, the, uh, there's a were. Ve- nah, we were bad. We were we were we we're worse than we are now. Okay, fair like enough. in public spaces. In yeah, public yeah, spaces, yeah. I got more decency. 
<laughs> Not much, but yeah, a little you bit. You don't think I don't? No. <laughs> you don't think? No. Nah. What you mean? You don't think so? I told the girl we had herpes together, bro. <laughs> Son, I told her. That's a one-week getaway. Oh, bro. That's a one-week getaway from everyone else because you go <laughs> give them some herpes. <laughs> Yo, I, like, I had mad attitude and shit. I'm like, what you gonna do? <laughs> Who you gonna date? I got a week. I got a week of saying whatever I want. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, but in all seriousness, <laughs> yo, in all seriousness, yo, Alex, can you stop texting everybody. Yo, Alex I'm got producing. A, Alex, got a, get the fuck out of yo, here. Alex, Alex got a real problem. Yo. The only thing you producing is. Dead baby. (laughs) (laughs) Where you hollering? Google bye bye. Google bye bye. (laughs) Google bye bye. (laughs) (laughs) Alex swam from the neck up. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. All right, so it yo, but in all seriousness, yo. <laughs> in all seriousness. Yo, in all in all seriousness, yo. Real talk. <laughs> Facebook.com slash fake news at night. I think we still on, I think we still on that. I think we still on that ad, oh, yo, man. to be honest with you. Oh, Hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Um <laughs> <laughs> yo, we really the best podcast, yo. It's we're the goats, man. We really are the goats. Nobody man. fucking with us. It's crazy. It's really crazy. All right, so much shit that we gotta talk about. Um, what angle? What angle do we want to hit right now? Creed. <clears throat> I saw that. I we was both in saw Creed. Okay. Both saw Creed. Um. Oh, real quick. R.I.P. Comedian Kool Aid, man. Uh, Kool Aid passed. Yeah, Kool Aid passed, and he was he was you know doing so much stuff with uh, Lil Duval. Lil Duval said Kool Aid. He was dealing with cancer for a while, mm. and he said that uh, Kool Aid's attitude towards cancer and life was what in, uh, inspired Smile Bitch. Really, the song, and that was like one of his best friends. So R.I.P. to Kool Aid. Yeah, man. But um. I just said that because you were, you said you were in Detroit and he's from Detroit. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, okay. So Creed. So for any of you all that haven't seen Creed, it's been out what a few weeks now. Yeah, you weren't. You're not going to see it. Let's keep it 100. But you can fast forward. Yeah, you can fast forward to some part of the show. <laughs> that we're not talking about. <laughs> just Creed. run that first part back. Yeah, just run that. But but whatever. Now we're going to talk about Creed. We're not going to give away no spoilers or nothing like that. Like we're not going to say. I might. I was about to ruin it oh, okay. right then. But anyway, it's fine. Um, okay, so Creed. Takeaways. You liked it or didn't like it? I liked it a lot. I okay. thought it was dope. Okay. I thought it was uh it was like inspiring. You know how com- comedians always say boxing is like comedy and that pisses you off? Yeah. I didn't find any in the ring moments where I'm like, this is just like comedy, getting hit in the face. None of that. Yeah. But like a lot of the shit. Nothing like comedy, boxing. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you know that? Because boxers never say, this is a lot like comedy. (laughs) It's always a nerd comedian who has never had a fight in his life. And there was no moment during the fight where I was like, this is just Just like like the stage. Never. Oh, it's like bombing. But Both of his ribs are broken and his kidney's (laughs) bleeding. That's like bombing. (laughs) Fuck out of here. And you got to fight through it. Yeah. Um, no, but there was a lot of like life metaphors, I thought. Like when he's the champ and he's like, why don't I feel like it? I think that's a thing we all have experienced success and it doesn't feel like success. Yeah. And 
he physically got his ass kicked, but like he got embarrassed, he got humiliated, whatever, right. and then you got to bounce back, you got to yep. whatever. I was like, I got emotional at parts of it like yeah. that, that I really, probably because I was broke, but like I really related to some of this shit. Like you just got to keep fighting, you got to keep going. And Yeah, yeah, I think there are a lot of good metaphors for life. I was, I here's my thing about Creed. I I want to know why when the girl didn't have her hearing aid in, that she didn't have the retard accent that deaf people have sometimes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm Is talking about? Is that an actual about? question? I can answer I'm being that. dead serious. Because okay. when... Because the reason... Yeah, yeah. Because reason. you know how sometimes when deaf people, like, they think they're saying shit regular, but it's like, hello, like, yeah, it sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But they don't know better. So they, so they never heard English. Nah. So part of the way... People you, who heard it, it turns into that. Maybe they forget over time. But she can still hear. Next thing Part I started of- thinking about, like when I got noise canceling headphones, do I sound like that talking to people? <laughs> like that would be a that would be a dope commercial for Beast by Dre. Oh my god! Do you god. know what I mean? Like you just LeBron at a press conference. He's at a press conference. Like I think I had a great day. Well, I guess he <laughs> didn't <enough>. play yeah. hard. <laughs> but look. <laughs> no, no, no. Alex, shut the fuck up. Yo, I know. It's fucking social justice Alex over yeah. here, bro. You no longer work for the courts, bro. Yeah, it's pussy. over. Just because you pro-abortion yeah, doesn't okay. make you a social justice warrior. Just because okay. you mad pro-abortion. Can we not okay. start another na- fake narrative, okay. please? Okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so that was confusing for me. First of all, I love the movie. It was confusing for me. The uh, I at least didn't understand how that worked with the voice. Maybe if there's any, obviously there's no deaf listeners, but maybe there's some deaf people watching the YouTube. Ah, <laughs> 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 ah! See how we do? I know, but uh, there's um, I, I maybe someone could explain how that happens. One, two. Um, I think Michael B. Jordan is a mediocre at best yeah, actor. Was, he is not a good actor. No. There's a few moments where I was like, I think he's good at big emotions, like real dramatic scenes. I found him good. But then actually like kind of the regular scenes, I was like, yo, you're not. I'm out. Was there a point in the whole thing where you didn't think he was acting? No. The whole time I'm like, this is him trying to convey these emotions. But I don't I don't ever like know that I, I don't ever take note if I notice or forget I just remember like the moment where him and Rock are making up him and Rocky are making up and he like laughs about something that Rocky said like oh he said your style's not good to fight Drago and then Michael B. Jordan's like yours was and Rocky goes I won didn't I yeah yeah and then yeah. Michael B. Jordan laughs his laughs I was always just like that's the fakest yeah just, I'm just very like out of like whatever this moment is supposed yeah. to be but yeah I just I'm not impressed by him but what was funny is I saw my I saw the movie with my homie Donish Muslim dude from Jersey, Jersey through and through, and I kept talking about how good looking Michael B. Jordan was. Yeah, and that motherfucker would just not respond. <laughs> <laughs> Toward the end, he finally started laughing, but I was like, yo, my, "Yo, look at this body, fam!" Son. And it would just be silence. Son, there's a gay comic right uh, named Mayron that performs at the cellar a lot. Okay, right, and he's a nice fucking guy. And he's vet, he brings a fuck. What are those things that like fan you that Asians use? <laughs> what is that called? I don't know. Chinese you know the fans? shit that opens yeah, up yeah, yeah. and then it's a, it's a fan. Yeah. Alex, what's that called? A fan. <laughs> <laughs> you back to regular pace. Like, <laughs> Motherfucker getting too cocky. So, whatever that shit is, the shit that you open up like yeah. that and then you fan right. on yourself. He brings that on stage. He's like very flamboyant about the gay shit, right? right. And, um, 
my favorite thing to do is watch him do his set. He's talking about sucking guys' dicks and you know fucking dudes and all this kind of shit like that. Is what is while he's doing his set, watch the big ass Jamaican bouncers. Watch him. <laughs> right? So I don't watch him. Right. I watch this big ass Jamaican bouncer, right. right? Right. And I don't know if you know about Jamaica and how they feel about homosexuality, right? But it is uh quite Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout to Kevin. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. But uh so this dude will be like, Yeah, sometimes you just gotta suck the dick and you gotta just swallow it. And so the Jamaican bouncer will just go like this. He'll just be like I gotta get out of here. <laughs> He's concerned that if he listens to it, the guy's gonna get in him through his ears oh, so and turn funny. him. So he'll just walk out the room for oh, a little fuck. bit, bro. Anyway, um, so yes, I understand. Back I, to crazy. What did you think of the boxing scenes? You're a, like a boxer. I thought the boxing scenes were great. I thought Michael B. Jordan, his best acting was when he was in there. The the choreography was really good. Uh, the Drago is a boxer. Oh, he is. Yeah, he looks way too muscular. To be That's a boxer. what I was thinking, but yeah. apparently he is a boxer. Interesting. I saw him on Inside the NBA. The him Michael B. Jordan came. He on speaks me. English or uh, yeah, he he's does. Russian. He speaks English. I don't, I don't know if it's his first language, but okay. he didn't talk much. But he did. He definitely spoke English. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought uh, I thought it was really good. I thought the ending was great. I thought the middle sucked. The beginning was fun. Middle sucked. Ending was great. Okay. I thought the ending was just fucking phenomenal. How they put a bow on the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, to everybody who's you know watching right now. Now we're about to say what happens at the end, but. Couple things. First of all, that coach Duke, Avon Barksdale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed to never coach boxing again because he almost killed two people. Like, yeah, my man's terrible. Son, you got his pops killed. Then you almost got no his his, his pops father got got, his pops. got Apollo killed. So that family just needs to give it up. Oh word! That was yeah. his dad. So that's how you they got were a doing legacy the of trash trainers. Yo, I'm like he you. was horrible. Yeah. And how do you think that was his coach? Say what? How do you think that was his coach? You would have had to be like black 80. don't crack, baby. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I'm that giving y'all your best <laughs> case scenario here. Okay. <laughs> so he goes, all right, fine. So he didn't coach him, but he coached the kid. He sucks. He almost gets him killed. Um, what was hilarious is in that first fight. In the first fight, Michael B. Jordan's character Creed. Is fighting against Drago, right? Yeah. Drago's just beating the shit out of him. Just beating his ass. Beating his fucking ass, right? Rocky goes, I saw the first fight. You got to fight different. Now, most people would think, stick and move, because when you're in front of this guy, he beat your ass. Right. <laughs> and Rocky goes, you got to stay in there. <laughs> no. That's not how you would tell anybody right. to fight someone who just beat the shit out of you right. when you were staying in there. <clears throat> right. So it's not like you can make your jaw better. Right. Going to Mexico and training with some guys with face tattoos doesn't make your jaw better. Right. You still get knocked down. Your right. ribs are still made okay. out of the same bone, whatever. I, what, it, maybe it's corny to like analyze movies, the realisticness right. or the reality of the movie. But um, yeah, besides that, I, yeah, I thought it was, I just thought the ending was so fucking great how... He ends up getting Drago in the corner, and Drago's yeah. put in the situation where um, if he stays in the corner and keeps getting punched by Michael B. Jordan, that he might end up dying, right. much like Creed died. Right. And there's this <clears throat> fractured relationship between Drago Jr. and Drago Sr., right. and Drago Sr. throws in the towel. Yeah. And... It was a cool way of not just like villainizing the Russian character 100%. like we've done in every movie, 100%. and instead going like... Oh, he actually really cares he about his son. Him. He fucking humanized him. He cared about his son, and it's like 
the, the son finally got to feel like, hey, this father isn't using me to get his status back. Yeah. He actually. Right. Fu- and I, yeah, I teared up, son. Yeah, me too. That fucking <laughs> teared up. Me too. I did, bro. How about you, Alex? How did you feel about it? I was surprised you liked the fight scenes because I felt that during the match, it was all power punches. Yeah. Like there wasn't much jabbing. It was just That's like true. power punch, power punch, power yeah, punch. It, that was so unrealistic. Yeah, there there was an aspect of that that is unrealistic with boxing. That's for sure. But I acknowledged it to the casual fan. Haymakers are way more entertaining. entertaining. Okay. But what that I say, sense. what I say, at least when they threw the haymaker, it looked like a boxer would throw it. Right. Whereas sometimes in boxing movies, when people throw punches, it looks like Kaz on his Instagram. <laughs> like, oh, shit. we got, I, I, we going to teach oh, Kaz how to box shit. on the Instagram, bro. Yo, Kaz Come on, son. <laughs> Kaz, Kaz looked like he's playing in the air tonight. When? You know, doom, 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 doom. I can feel it going through the air. Wait, so listen, as soon as Kaz disabled his comments, I was tired of putting eggplants on it, so I just didn't look at anything else he posted. Oh, yeah? What's his boxing video? Oh, he works out. They're doing this thing. What is the thing, Alex? Uh, just like working. It out doesn't matter <laughs> what they <laughs> do. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, man. No, what what is it called? It's like uh, 31 days fit, something like that. So it's like you just work out every day of December, and you tag it with hashtag Did you eat yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. And and he's uh, doing, I guess, personal training. He has this kind of like boxing coach, right? But he's not teaching him how to throw punches. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they're not going to do that. I think I remember the first couple Rockies was just like one of the Rockies I saw. The old ones was like all hooks, just bang, bang. Yeah. It's wild. Too this well. seemed, again, I don't know, but it seemed much better. And I also think Rocky, roundabout, like the Rocky Balboa movie, I thought he did a good job of just kind of making, like telling a good story, making it believable, making it sellable. Like I remember Rocky Balboa, he got back in the ring in like 2005. Right. And I watched it on at home because I was like, I'm not going to see this in the fucking theaters. Right. But then the way they did it was like, Oh, I can kind of believe this. Like the dude he was boxing was just supposed to be an exhibition. He broke his hand. So now he's fighting Rocky with one hand. Tarver. Yeah, Tarver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarver, I don't know yeah. if he was playing Tarver, but. Yeah, they gave it. They made a reason why, why it would be close. Yes. And then I just always think they're good with that. And then like this boxing promoter I thought was great. Just a great character. Not oh, Buddy not Marcel. Buddy Marcel. That? Not the yeah. Don King over the top, which is crazy that existed. But like he's just a guy that wants to make money. And he's like, listen, the, this is how he had a great thing about how the narrative sells the fight. And that's all sports. A narrative sells it. Without a narrative, whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah, I yeah. think Drago's son stole the show. Really? Like, he, he was my favorite character to watch that whole movie. Like really his, his emotion. Like uh, when he was dealing with like his mother being there at the table and just like his emotion in the ring and outside the ring. Like I feel he was the best actor out of in the whole movie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought the best actor for me was Creed's mom. I I love Miss Huxtable. Oh, yeah. So she, she always Miss Huxtable, but I love it. Dude, she was so and this is a perfect example really of like sure Michael sure. B. Jordan versus her. Right. She is so natural. Not for a second did I think that she was acting in that entire movie. My everything felt for me. Yeah, everything felt so fucking believable and natural. And then when like Michael B. Jordan was delivering lines, it was like, "Let me scrunch my face so it looks yeah. like I'm angry." Right, right, right. It, like she is to me. When he w- unbelievable at the end of the fight, when you see her kind of like smiling and like emotional and tearing up, that was like that was dope. That yeah. was the most believable big moment I thought. Yeah. Um. I thought I thought Rocky was good though. Yeah, when he goes to see his grandson and his yeah. son, I, you I know what I it. missed a little bit. There was shades of it in this Rocky, but I liked how 
aware of being dumb Rocky was in his old stuff. He's always, yeah. Except he was this like one. dumb smart. Yeah. And this, I thought he was almost too smart. Right. You know, he okay, was like almost too wise or right. something like that. There were little points where he'd be telling a long story and it's like, he, but I could also he knew see, he was telling, it's like right. that was the joke. The joke right. was, this is what Rocky does. He gets in these long right. stories. I could also see, he's not like, he's not, He's just, it's just wisdom to me yeah. at this point. It's not, he old as fuck. And they might be, they basically just said goodbye to him at the end, right? Like he, was that his way of walking out of the franchise? I don't know. Is it your time now? I don't know. That is a good. No, he has to be there. Gotta be. You can't kill him off like Mick. Yeah. No, I think Rocky will actually die in one. That's going to be too fucking sad. Yeah. I think they, I think Creed needs one more before we just watch a movie for Creed. Yeah, maybe. I think, sorry, I think Rocky needs to be in one more Creed. Creed before. kind of a bitch, right? Mm. My motherfucker's mad emotional. He's always getting mad at Rocky and everybody else. He didn't believe in me. Shut up. Yeah, but he got that, like, no dad syndrome shit. Yeah. Ugh. You know? So there's more, like, sensitivity in it, I guess. I don't know. Let's talk about Kevin Hart. Yeah. All right, so Kevin Hart was comedy's hero for about 20 minutes. And I love Kevin Hart. And I was so fucking happy when I thought he wasn't going to apologize. And then to see him to see him walk away from hosting the Oscars was great. Yeah, but say, then to say apologize, what happened, just for people who okay, don't know. Um, help me fill in the blanks. Kevin Hart's agreed to host the Oscars. Whoever the fuck these monsters are, go dig up tweets from ten years ago. Yeah. that said some homophobic stuff. I don't even know what they said. Yeah, what did he did he let the what is it? Did he let a maggot fly? His question. He let a says. maggot fly, but uh, it was more a joke that he did on a special, seriously funny about how he doesn't want his kid to be gay. Okay. And like, if he sees his kid about to do some gay shit, he puts a stop on it real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a great special, and I'm sure the joke is hilarious. So, anyway, I guess people were upset about this, and he went on his Instagram, posted a video saying, "Listen, you guys want me to apologize? I'm not gonna. That was ten years ago. I'm in a different place in my life. Yeah. I've spoken to this many times. I have evolved. I'm not gonna apologize for something I've already spoken to a hundred times. That's just whatever. He basically says you're not gonna allow. I've changed. You should allow that I've changed, right?" Sure, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Then later on, he tweets, he's stepping away from the Oscars, he apologizes to the committee, and then he apologizes to the LBGTQPIKAQ question right. mark plus sign community, community and says, I'm sorry for anyone I've heard, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then everybody got their ball of blood, and I guess we're, we're good. Yeah, so <clears throat> here's my take, and I basically said it on Instagram, so if you guys have heard me say it on Instagram, it's you know pretty much the same thing, but... Uh, if you want people to change, you have to allow them to, right? So my biggest issue is this, is that the same groups that are asking people to progress and asking people to change are the ones that are going back 10 years to find your tweets where you said something homophobic. Right. Right. Now, to me, if you have to go back 10 years to find something, yeah, that means that there was nothing nine years. There's nothing eight years. Mm. There's nothing seven years. Good point. There's nothing six years. Right. Nothing five years. So maybe that person actually changed like you wanted. But if right. you still go for blood, even though he made the exact change that you wanted. Why would he right? change? Why would anyone change? Not only why would you change, maybe you didn't want change. Mm. Interesting. Maybe you want revenge. Okay. Maybe you want payback. Right. And there was an interesting thing that I don't think a lot of people picked up on, but I picked up on this shit very, very... Immediately when he said it, he goes, the Academy called me. They said, you have to apologize for these tweets and this past jokes, and then you'll be able 
to continue hosting the Oscars. Mm-hmm. What a lot of this is, this like going back into your tweets, Yeah, it's a power move. It's groups of people who have never had power historically. Right. Now, they've got this fast car. And right. if you got a fast car, you want to see how fast that shit goes. Mm. Right? Yeah, you want to push it. You've been bullied as a gay dude. Right? right, and all of a sudden, you got the ability to hold someone else's livelihood in your hands right. just by going back and looking at tweets. Right. So the academy, I imagine, a lot of you know uh, homosexual people that are, uh, are in it. Yeah. They call him up. They don't say. They don't say you can't do it. Right. Right. They don't say you can't do it because of this. They say, dance, boy. Right. Hey, dance. Right. I've already apologized to this many times. No, 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 no. You gonna dance, boy? Right. You gonna dance for us? Right. Because we tell you when to dance, and you get to dancing. Right. Right. And that's what they fucking do. And they and say, you're saying this isn't like a you're a black thing. This is like you gonna say some homophobic shit. We're gonna get. Now we got the power. We're gonna make you pay for that. Dance, boy. Yeah. That's all this is about. Right. It's we have some power. We got the gun in our hand. And you know what? We you got revenge. to do. Remember, and it's a bunch of people who, when they were young, people bullied them. Right. People, you know, called them the F word. Right. Yeah. People said, uh, you're gay, you fudge packer. You did all this kind yeah. of shit. People said all the funny ass pirate or whatever. <laughs> what is it? A pillow in your mouth? What is that? Pillow biter. Pillow biter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they said all the, you know, the gay, the gay jokes to them. And they so went through the, that their whole life. grabber. All that stuff. Pack. What was right? Pillow biter. Pillow biter, like you bite the pillow because the dick feels so good. Oh. Really? <laughs> I don't get it. It's so delightful. <laughs> you bite the pillow, you just take a big gnarl on it. So the point, what they're trying to do is these groups, and it's not just them, it's Me Too, it's all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? It's all these groups, now they have power. It mm-hmm. first starts with good intentions and you get like the real homophobes, the real sexists, and real racists out of there. But once you realize, oh, I got some power, I could do more. Yeah. You know, it's just like when you're selling drugs to your friends and you're making a little money. Right. And then you're like, nah, I can make a little more money. Yeah. Right? It's If you watch Narcos Mexico, they're doing just fine. Hundreds of millions of dollars in marijuana. Nobody's upset. Everybody's cool. But then that cocaine money hmm. was on the table and they were right. like, let's do it. Yeah. That let's go for more. Let's get billions. Right. Yeah. And that's what it is. These people have this power. Yeah. And they're trying to flex. And it will take your fucking livelihood. And I saw this shit happening with this whole PC culture and everything a couple years ago. Right. I mean, we've had conversations about this, but three years ago, maybe it was four years ago. And what always happens is first person over the hill gets the fucking bullets. Motherfuckers call me alt-right Andy. They call me all these fucking things Mm -hmm. because I was against this. Bro, I used to argue with you for years about how liberals had gone too far. I know, I know, I know, I know. And you coming from the South, you had a different perspective on things, et cetera. And, and, but what I did is I saw this, I saw these things not in a vacuum. I saw these things as what is the greater issue, right? Right. What is the greater, if you take this little, if we virtue signal here or knock these people out of their jobs, knock these people out of their positions, right? Because of this, what could end up happening next? Right. And I saw that a while ago. And what's interesting about the Kevin Hart situation is I think it showed a lot of people who had turned a blind eye because usually these to- type, this type of activism helped them. Right. Right. Like there was a lot of, like, there was definitely a lot of, I'm sure black people who 
this type of activism usually was in their favor, right? It was, why are there no black people in this movie? Why are there no uh, black people right. in these jobs? Why are there no black directors or writers? Like, we need to get more. And this, and you need that. That's important. Yep. We're all fighting for that, too. But eventually it started to turn into a thing where, if you don't, we got to cancel you. Right. And now, to see it cannibalize Kevin, I think it opened a lot of people's eyes, and they were like, oh, shit, yeah, this... this Uber liberal thing went too far, yo. The most decidedly non-controversial dude in this business. Mm -hmm. He has made it a point to stay away from everything. And a lot of people didn't like that, for mm -hmm. the record. Yeah. A lot of left activists wondering why he wasn't using his platform. I remember he just had something about Donald Trump that was just like, please don't ever teach your children to hate anybody. It's disgusting. That was it. That was the most political I ever saw Kevin on Twitter. He's purposely not political. Yeah. And I'm sure when he said that gay joke, and even says in the beginning, I'm like, I'm not trying to justify any jokes. We don't do that over here. You're a comedian. Joke about whatever the fuck you want as long as it's funny. 100% agree. That's all that matters. But, um, you know, it's it, there's also the conversation of keeping the same energy. Will we be able to forgive somebody who had a racist joke 10 years ago? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we would, but I don't know. Maybe maybe people wouldn't. It, it really it really comes down. Maybe people would. Maybe people wouldn't. Right? Like Roseanne Barr got her show taken away for a joke. I don't think she should have. But that's what what I'm trying to say about this situation is it does expose it puts a mirror up, right? Because the same people that are upset that Kevin isn't hosting the hosting the Oscars wanted Roseanne's show taken away. Ah. Uh. I see what you're saying. It's right? only a matter of time before it comes for you. This thing, and and that's what that's what you and I have been fighting against all along. It's not what's necessarily happening right now. It's where this goes. This this type of thinking, yeah. If it doesn't get nipped at the bud, just grows into a place there, where nobody can say anything. There has to be a psychological rush you get from outrage. There yes. has to be from shaming someone. There has to be something. That happens in your own psychology that makes you feel better. Yeah. Because this outrage machine, the reason it keeps going, I think, is because you keep needing to feed it. It's well, like a fucking- The reason it keeps going is because we reward it. Sure. Like, we call these people heroes. Like we were saying before, the chick who heckled Louis C.K. has an article written in the New Yorker or the Times or something about how she's a hero. Good segue. But I'm not even trying to leave the Kevin shit, but like, this bitch is not a hero. She's no. a girl that potentially ruined the majority of the people's night that was in that place. It is the most entitled thing in the world to heckle. It's not even heroic. It's so fucking cowardly. You're in the dark. Right. One voice out of 150 people. Alex. And you speak up. <laughs> and Alex. You think, and you think that shit is Nobody knows your name. Yeah. Nobody knows anything about you. If you want to do a fucking open yeah. mic. Or and then work your way up to a hot show in front of 150 people and do it. Yeah. Good on you. Ted Alexandro. Did a set at the cellar, shitting on Louis. Good on Ted Alexandro. If any female comic does the same thing, good on that woman. But I wouldn't say good on, but I would say you have the you right to do it. You earned that yeah. right. I cannot knock yeah. that. Good for you. You used your time. I would have used it differently. Whatever. That's how right, you want right, to use right, it. Right, right. That's your right. You yeah. earned that. Yeah. This bitch didn't earn shit. You are a bitch in the audience. Yep. Shut up. She's in it. It's just for me, I've always found it wildly <laughs> entitled. Like in people who've come to see my shows, you see how I interact with these types of people. What they're basically saying is that their discomfort means more than everyone else's night. Right, right. I feel uncomfortable at what you're talking about. You must change that despite all these other people having joy. 
So it's basically like, I'm not feeling joy. None of these people around me's joy is as important as my discomfort. So things need to change. It is the most spoiled brat fucking thing to do. That being said, her heckle was funny. What did she say? Take your dick out. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's fucking funny. great. Son, That's That's you're good. not a hero, bitch, but that was a good one. I'm not gonna lie. That was it's like now's your opportunity. What You've do you been dying you, to do it. What do you say if you're Louie? I take my dick out. Yeah, 100 percent Hell yeah. yeah. You go, you know I've been what? waiting for this. Yeah, you know what? I would go, you know what? Much like every other time, I've been given permission <laughs> to do this. <laughs> For the record, I don't even like Louie, but fuck y'all. Just one quick point, because yeah. I didn't even... That was a good take on the Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. I didn't even think of that or see it that way at all. What? What? Like, um, uh, the liberals flexing their power too much, getting a little power hungry to yeah. make... I really just saw it as, like, the producers of the show didn't want to hurt ratings because they didn't want, like, the LG... BT, BT community, community be to be upset. like, oh, hey, so, we're not watching this because you guys are having him host. Here's so what I'll say about yeah. that. The Academy Awards cannot stand on a moral high ground about anything. Literally last year, they nominated Mel Gibson for an Oscar. And they gave one to Kobe in the Me Too Oscars. Gave uh, one to Kobe in the Me Too Oscars. Nominated Mel Gibson, who has said every racial epithet, every anti-Semitic epithet, every homo- homophobic epithet in the mm-hmm. book on tape. In 2003, if you want to talk about change behavior and things you regret from the past and us being able to forgive, in 2003, they gave an Oscar to a pedophile, Roman Polanski, a known pedophile. This guy- Fucked a 13-year-old girl or 14 or some shit like that. First of all, the Oscars suck. I don't ever want to- All these award shows are so stupid. Stupid as fuck. You want to get- Listen, you want to give me an Oscar? I'm going to take it. But if I expect 80 million people at home to watch, yeah, yeah. get a life, you fucking loser. Son, it's a circle jerk. It's the dumbest thing in the world. It's a bunch of and successful people in a room congratulating each other about how successful they are. It's the most annoying that's thing That's why watch they in take the that moral high ground, though, because they just stand around and jerk each other off, and they yeah. all wear black in support of Me Too, yeah, yeah. and then they go give an Oscar to Kobe because they're too fucking stupid to know the difference. Right. It's the phoniest shit ever. It's all nauseating. They all love Woody Allen. This motherfucker, I don't give a fuck if she's adopted. Yeah. You adopted this girl and then you fucked her. Yeah. Nate McIntosh said you can't adopt someone and then fuck it. I don't care. There's no way that's okay. What about a dog? <laughs> <laughs> no. If he sucks your dick, fine. What if you adopt? What if you adopt like someone that's old? Well, that's not adoption. But what if you adopt? No, you can adopt somebody at any point in time. I can adopt you. No, I don't think you can. I man. can adopt you. Seriously? I don't think you I can, can adopt you right fucking now. If uh, I want let's, to adopt you. Let's move you. forward with this process. Alex, see if Andrew can adopt me. I thought they have to be under eighteen. No, you can adopt anybody. It just means you that you're legally up? my yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I think we should put a little wager on it. If I'm right, I get to adopt you, <laughs> and you have to call me dad. No, I definitely don't feel confident enough in it for that. But Fine. I think you should look it up. Call me Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> <Honey>! <laughs> Okay. Oh man. Oh yeah. So it's just called something different. You, it's called adult adoption. Adult yeah. adoption. I'm an okay. adult to adopt you. Okay. I'm gonna AA you. You yeah. can't adopt a child and then fuck it. I'm gonna adopt the fuck out of you. Okay. You're gonna get adopted. All right. You're Let's... gonna be the first thing that has been fucked before it's been adopted. <laughs> 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 okay, but for uh, real, 
What is that process? Because I think that'd be a really funny thing to do on Flagrant too. Is we, had, we just start the adoption process? Yeah, we start the adoption process. <laughs> and then after I adopt you, I think we should both together adopt, adopt Cass. Cass. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it will be our African child. <laughs> <laughs> How American Let's is that? Let's start sending Cass thirty nine cents a day. Just to fuck with him. <laughs> Yo, we need a drone. Alex, bring your drone and attach a bag of rice under the drone <laughs> so that it can just float into the new studio that we have. Check it out on YouTube. And, <laughs> and then just airdrop the rice right oh down. Oh, my God. Would that not be That'd fire? That would be so fucking that funny. That would be fire even. No. <laughs> oh, no. man. Wouldn't it be, be so fire funny. even? No, It'd no, be no. great. Wouldn't it be fire? It'd be hilarious. Fire. So sick. Hot fire. Anyway, yeah, so the, the the fact that they give a fuck about anything is such bullshit. They've been giving Harvey Weinstein Oscars for the last 20 years knowing full well what he's been doing to these chicks. So Everyone knew. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, just like, to be fair, everyone in comedy knew about the rumors about Louis. So we're not no fucking, like, we're not no heroes. Everybody, the rumor everyone knew is that he likes to jerk off in front of people in the hotels. Nobody ever thought it was a forced thing. Ever. But I've been hearing that rumor forever. Matter of I fact, there's a Jim Jeffries joke that is allegedly about Louie. Really? And it's about how he was in a room with somebody and then like he was in a room with with Louie and then like there were some girls there and then he like wanted to jerk off or something like that. And Jim was like, I'm out of here. I don't know. I'm butchering the joke probably, but that's that was the alleged thing. That being said, given this situation, seems like all these girls were at least asked and gave consent. I'm not even. I didn't like Louis before. I knew he was jerking off yeah. in front of people. Now, so whatever. Though. Now he aight. Now he cool. Now, he <laughs> now you're a real one. <laughs> More like Louis GK. <laughs> That's my dog. Louis <laughs> JK. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean Louis like JL. <laughs> Louis JL. Louis JL. That's got to be the new album. Oh, Lucky Louis means something completely different now, doesn't it? Uh. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, oh, did you see what Nick Cannon did real quick? Did yes. You, did you like that or not? I loved it. Here's why um, I loved it. Uh, so basically what, what Nick Cannon did is retweeted uh, homophobic tweets from famous female comedians. Yeah. And basically asking why they didn't have to apologize. Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Right? The uh, And uh, who are all women who are very woke right now. Yeah. They're very, you know, into yeah. it, this, that, the other. Um, and yeah, he was like, yo, why don't they have to apologize for this shit? Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. And it, it shows, you know, I think that the world is starting to realize, and we've said this for a while, that like truly the most privileged people on the planet are, are white, white chicks. Women. And you don't have to feel bad about that, white women. That, that's, that's the other thing. is like people bully you for your privilege. Like you got to run around apologizing to no, people. No, just shut the fuck up. But the, So that's where it is. It's like if you recognize the incredible privilege that you have. Yeah. The most privileged. Yeah. How long do you think Nick was holding on to though? To what? Holding on to those tweets, like I, I think he, nah, had, he just scooped. I them. think he just, I think yeah. he just got sent them. Or just no, he got sent them and he posted them. Guaranteed. You think so? Facts, because there's no way he could predict the Kevin Hart situation. No, Nick not predict. I think he was holding it for him in case some shit came out. I was like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" Like he was holding that, and he's like, "You know what? Let me look out for my boy." Because he, he, how you dig up all those tweets that quickly? I mean, I think people people do it and then they send them to him. That's and what I, I was thinking. They do it forever. Yeah, they send them to him. And but my feeling is like I like the fact that he did it and he was trying to show. Look at how where's the quid pro quo or whatever. Where, yeah. Where's the equal treatment? That being said, we're all arguing that Kevin shouldn't have anything happen to him. He shouldn't have to. My point though is that all of us ain't shit. Yeah. And the quicker we accept that, 
the easier it is to just stop being outraged and just Sign. move the fuck on. The best, uh, the best reaction is change behavior, right? That's really all you want. Like yeah. just, and he did. He changed his behavior. So, what incentive do I have to change my behavior if I know even after I change my behavior, y'all are going to come after me? The, the argument would be like, why don't you just be a good person? Yeah. And, but and if you're I agree ruin with that. My life either way. Who gives a fuck? Nah, because, because you still hurt people. You, yeah, you won't want to hurt people. Yeah. And I and I bet you, if you ask Kev right now, like let's keep it very real. Like this is ten years ago. Kev's a dude, Kev's a dude from Philly. You know what I mean? It's not like he's just rolling around gay neighborhoods and understanding gay stuff and understanding what's right or wrong. Like so many people grow up really not understanding. Like there are a lot of people that grow up and truly believe you could turn gay. So you got to teach those people that that's not possible before they can wrap their heads around the because the joke was about the kid essentially turning gay because he did gay right. things. Okay. So he don't even know how was, you become gay. My question is more of a rhetorical one. Like right. these people who are like who are looking at this, who might be homophobic. And you're yeah. like, what the fucking point of why do I change? Y'all don't give a fuck if I change or not. You can treat me like I am. Like now. Alex said and like I, like I being, said is yeah, but you get to be a good person. The defensive re I'm saying those people's reaction, the defensive reaction is gonna be fuck you. I don't need to change. Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna come for me either way, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, but you're not really listening to what we're saying. I'm here y'all are right. But I'm saying that person's mind, you're not going to reach that person with a logic of a homophobic person. You can say to them, hey, man, why don't you be a good person? And if he's rational and mature, he might. Yeah. But he'll also. it's also quite possible seeing this, his defense mechanism is going to be, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. You're not. I'm saying they're not helping by doing this. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. They're not helping. But Whereas, I just think that you eventually as times change, people change. Like, you know, like we didn't know that cigarettes were bad for us at one point. And then you learn they're bad for you. So you're like, I should probably not smoke so many cigarettes or I should right. try not to smoke cigarettes. And I think the same thing. It's like, ah, oh, being homophobic hurts someone. Ah, well, I don't want to hurt someone. That fair. makes me feel no, bad. No, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, like even when you look at our podcast, like all the jokes that we're doing, on the gay jokes that we're doing on the podcast are making fun of people that are homophobic. Right. Like we are leaning into gay. Right. 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 Um, so it's like, there's not, there would be no backlash about those jokes. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah. I'm just I saying. I what you're saying. Yeah. We don't have to go over it. Right. So, but um, yeah, I, I think it's just a lunch, bunch of people who are drunk off power and they're trying to flex at any chance they have. And I love it because it's coming to a boiling point. Oh, and it's so close. It is. It's coming to. And I'm just hoping it waits just a little bit more. Keeps bubbling up. Baby, it's cold outside. It's getting canceled. Um, yeah, I love that. So Bill Burr is a great song. Uh, Bill Burr had a funny thing on his podcast we were listening before about uh, uh, Aerosmith's Walk This Way is going to be the yeah. next one getting canceled. He's like, I can walk any way I want. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, but uh, but realistically, we're, we're gravitating towards this combustibility. And it's it's literally just cannibalizing itself so much. All these different groups are cannibalizing itself. Even the founder of the Me Too movement recently said, I don't recognize it from when I started. Yeah. Like, it looks nothing like it. Yeah, the it's much wider. The have shifted. You know, some people would say it's it's not actually. They would say it's they've gravitated towards other issues that don't have to do with Me Too. Oh, I'm saying the the founder of Me Too was a black woman, and none of us can. And the women who are doing it now are black and Muslim. But they're saying like other agendas mm. are are ah, kind I of being you. exposed. I got you. But basically, people are starting to have enough. Mm. Like, there's a reason why this podcast is so successful. Right. Right. It's because we're not caught up in the fucking nonsense. That is Hollywood, the nonsense that is any of this shit going on, right? We're actually talking like normal fucking human beings 
who say stuff that's wrong every once in a while because it's fun who just fuck around and don't watch every single footstep worried that one day, three years later, somebody could use it against us to, to, you know, take our jobs or take our livelihood. And that is the beauty of the Patreon. And like, we have, we have our fans and y'all can listen, we're good. If our fans fuck with us, we're good. You can threaten us whatever you want to. Our fans fuck with us. We're good. All I care about. All I care about. Yeah. No, all I literally, the only thing I give a fuck about, man is is the people that we entertain yeah. and if you are not entertained by us then you have a great life but i don't want nothing to do with you right i'm not trying to get you to listen to shit these yeah. are the people that gravitate to us we are the gravitational pull and if you come into our area and into our existence and you enjoy this content then fucking enjoy it with us yeah but if you don't like it then that's cool see yourself out my yeah. friend because this ain't for you yeah that's it it's literally man we got some cool shit i don't i don't i was thinking about announcing it today Maybe I'm an, maybe I'll announce it next week, but yeah, hold off, hold off, hold off on yeah. it. I got some cool shit. Matter of fact, we got some cool shit that's happening that I'm very excited about for the new year, and uh, we're gonna change the fucking game once again. I promise you, we're gonna change the game once again. I fucking cannot wait to tell you guys about it. Maybe next week. I think we'll have a little bit more clarity on the exact kind of day and time, but just know next week we're gonna have. Yeah, I'll give you the update next week. There, yeah, we need some. Put it this way: we 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 gonna be dropping some content. We gonna be taking to the next level, and uh, we gonna take back comedy. We gonna take back comedy. That's the goal for this new year, and definitely in March, we gonna reclaim comedy. They try to take comedy for us. They try to turn it into some bullshit that you fucking clap at instead of laugh at. Some woke activist nonsense. Nah, we getting back to old school funny as as Keith Robinson would say back of the bus funny the funny yeah, kids yeah. always sat in the back of the school yes right we're not talking about back of the bus Rosa we're talking <laughs> about back of the school bus okay where you chose to sit there because that's where the funny shit we bringing it back okay unapologetic unfiltered unhinged we not fucking around and oh boy Alex you ready to go mm-hmm Akash, you ready to go? Let's go. Because this is going, oh boy, man. This first quarter of the new year, I think we're going to have a lot of a lot of fun shit cooking up, man. Let's go. All right, let's 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 continue. All right, we're going to do sports now? Um, Mid-roll. Ooh. Choo-choo. Oh, that's right. We need, to, we need to pay some bills out here. Because remember, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> remember that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's actually Remember? a perfect slogan for this next sponsor. Because this next one is—they will come. They oh, listen, you will. <laughs> I got it. You know what I should do? I should I should say I love, I love giving uh, reactions, especially for this next one. Y'all already know which one it is. You know it's Blue Chew, but I gave some Blue Chew to my boy Chris Scopo. Okay. Oh shit! I gave Chris Scopo's and me. Uh, he, he comes on the road with me a lot. If you guys see me perform live, you got a fat ass white boy. <laughs> My man uh, got a thumper. Yo, thumper look like a fucking turkey. <laughs> okay, that fucking fat ass of yours, Chris. Okay, so I gave him a whole pack. I gave him five pills. God damn! I gave him five pills. I told him take three. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb is Scopo no, that he no, believed no, it? No, I'm just joking. I was just oh. joking. I said, I said, don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. I get a text two days later for him, and it's just Blue True 
equals truth. <laughs> Not the truth, just truth. Okay. So he chewed some shorty out, big dog pit bull style. Blue chew, you already know what the fuck it is. If you're just listening to the podcast, podcast for the first time, it's our most loyal sponsor. Sponsors have been fucking with us for a very long time. And it's basically the cool kids version of Viagra to be totally honest with you get yep. that dick hard and satisfy the fuck out of whatever girl that you got if it's that first night with a shorty if it's the or first guy. night or dude that's right facts we out here we trying to host the Oscars <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean we out here trying to host the Oscars bro so if, if you really if you really want to if you really want to do it, you really want to handle your business. If you want to do what you got to do, maybe multiple reps. Because I don't multiple rep it unless I got blue chew. It's, I don't even think it's physically possible. Son, unless when, when I was young, chew. son, when I was young, I could multiple rep it. I used to date this Danish girl and I would have sex with her, come inside her, keep on pumping, and then come again. Wow. That's when I was in Barcelona. For what? It's a good point. I didn't know. <laughs> Son, to satisfy her, bro. Yeah, to try to satisfy her, man. I couldn't get this girl to come, and she would just what be rubbing that? her clip mad hard like that, like a DJ. Like, <laughs> I was like, play the track, bitch. Come on. Let's get out of here. Violin. 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 DJ D-Rex. <laughs> so... So, man, I'm telling you, this Blue Chew is not a fucking game. You guys already know if you listen to podcasts, you can get it for free. It's just $5 shipping. That's all it is. You go to bluechew.com with the promo code flagrant, okay? And you try it for free. It's just $5 to to ship it. That's all it is, okay? It's prescribed online. You don't have to go into the doctor, order any weird kind of pill. You go get your fucking stallion on by getting that Blue Chew. I cannot tell you. How many people are shout out Blue Chew when I see them at shows? When we were in Atlanta, this Asian kid, shout out to you. I forgot your name. I just remember you're Asian. He brought the Blue Chew pack and had me sign it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a fucking basketball. I had an Asian kid in Texas <laughs> yo, who was like, yo, that's my girl behind me. I chew her the fuck out, bro. Yo, <laughs> he was like giddy about it. The second Alex said to make your dick grow, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Asian's got it. Really, it really does. Though. Real talk. It really does. Son, Alex, you gonna you gonna tell him you gonna tell him how quick you fuck now? <laughs> I'm kind of proud of this. I Alex, think I think I'm finally grown now. Son, I think I'm son finally Alex grown don't now. be pumping. I got a text at like in the AM from him, like, "Yo, right. I literally just came in seven strokes." <laughs> son, you gonna waste the chew? No. <laughs> That's a whole pill? No, son, no, no. Oh, I you did, didn't chew. I didn't chew. Oh, because the chew have you lasting? The chew has you. It gives you control. That's what yeah. I love about the chew more than anything. It feels incredible, and you have control. I didn't know those two things were physically fucking possible with sex. Literally chew control. But what happened with Shorty? Next day, yeah, chewed up, and I did a double rounder. You double rounded. Double rounded. I like how you move the thing so I can see your face. Oh, yeah. I had to show you. I'm proud of that. I can't do it without you, bro. I can't do it without you. Oh, yeah. Blue Chew has lonely without Andrew being able to look at your face. It's true, man. That smile. Okay, so. Think about them feet. Son, I forgot how Alex's feet look. Good or no? Fucking beautiful. feet. Did you say fuck me for forgetting? No, I said beautiful. Oh, I thought, I thought you were upset I forgot about your feet. You better not. <laughs> no, you got all right feet. I think you got all right feet. Um, anyway, man, bluechew.com. Use the promo code flagrant, all right? $5 shipping. 
Get your dick hard, bro. Go, go make it happen. We know your dick gets hard. All right. We know you can fuck. We know all that shit. We use this as a goddamn party drug. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Yo, that's exactly. That's literally what, it is. what this is a party drug. All right. It's sometimes, useful ecstasy. Damn, it is useful because ecstasy make your dick soft sometimes. It may. It's just too much control. This shit. Not. To, it's like you don't have any control in ecstasy. This shit right here. You partying, you going hard all night. I'm not going to lie. You drinking a lot. Sometimes I'm like, all right, let me get that chew because I'm not going to be able to really do what I got to do. Right, right, right. Got a little assistencia. Anyway, try it out with your shorty. If your girl listening right now, our lady assholes, get that shit for your man and get get a good time for yourself. That's the best Christmas present you could give yourself. All right? Get chewed the fuck out. Tell us how it is. Let's get back to this show. Yo. You want to talk about Mayweather up top? Um... You know what? You want to talk about other fights, players fighting fans. I think that um, we could mention the Mayweather shit real quick. I guess Mayweather is going to fight that exhibition against the uh, Asian dude. And I hate to say this, but I'm starting to think Mayweather ain't got the money that he portrays. Really? Man, it breaks my heart to say. But you don't fight. Mayweather fought for not only money, but he fought for the legacy. Uh, definitely legacy but the stardom that comes with it you don't fight private exhibitions because there's no stardom these exhibitions don't go on your record so there's no legacy there's only one thing left that you could be fighting it for yeah money yeah but why would you think he doesn't have if somebody's offering you a big ass check it doesn't affect my how legacy how big could the check be exactly right like how big could a check possibly be to motivate a guy let's say he manages money right and he's worth half a billion dollars do you think five million is worth it no I think it's more than that so here's the thing it can't be that much more physically because he's selling let's say they're selling tickets to this private event it's a private it's not going to be televised nothing it's an exhibition private event yeah. allegedly and it's boxing rules and everything let's say they sell tickets for a hundred thousand dollars a ticket mm-hmm which how many people can even afford that or would pay that? Yeah. Like, yeah, but think about it. It's probably going to be like, um, Oh, all the billionaires here come flex. You get to see the only time Mayweather loses in the ring, but he's not going to lose because they're doing boxing rules. It's really no point for this fight whatsoever. I, I, I think it makes no sense. Big check. And why not get a big check for a fight? If it's not going to affect your legacy, nobody's going to see it. <sighs> that was my first question. When check? Andrew told no. me about the rules of this fight, my first question was Floyd hurting for money. Yo, I, I I agree with you. And here's here's why I tell you, my difference in lifestyle between when I made two hundred fifty thousand dollars, or even let's say a hundred thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and half a million dollars a year, right? There are times in my life where I've made both of those amounts of money. Zero difference in lifestyle. Zero. We're talking about a different person. Zero difference of lifestyle. So, if you have. $200 million and you make another $30 million, the difference between $200 million and $230 million is nothing. Especially if you're spending money like Floyd, $5 million. You guys are bugging. No, what I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the difference between lifestyle is nothing. You're only doing this. You're only putting yourself in harm's way. You're only going through all the training. You're only doing all that kind of stuff. If you're not doing it for stardom because nobody else is going to see it and you're not doing it for legacy because it's not going on your record, there's only one other thing you're doing it for, which is money. And he must need that money because if he was as independently wealthy as he says, he wouldn't need the money. Let's say he makes $30 million. 
Yeah, but it's not about needing it. Billionaires don't need it, but they still are dicks and hungry for more money. It's but like it's you get a to lot that. Of that. A lot of billionaire shit has to do with power. Yeah, it's like not you, about the. Uh, I but bet Floyd, you he wants to be the first boxer to say, "I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire boxer." But he's, he's not, not going to get that like that. But he's not going to get that like this. Alex, you're, you're, you're assuming difference between fi- listen, Alex. Just do the math. Let's yeah. say he's worth five hundred million. How many five million dollar fights does he need to fight to get to a billion? Let's let's say that he's getting thirty million. Let's just say which he's not. But let's say he's getting thirty. Fine. How much? Think about that, bro. It's he's going to fight until he's seventy. And all of that thirty million, you got to pay half in tax. Plus, you got to pay out your team and all these other people. No, not what he has in a bank. What if you add up the total? I'm getting frustrated amount. with him. No, but you Are get you what getting, I'm saying. You understand? You're what saying, I'm saying you want his gross earnings. He's motivated for his gross earnings to just, be a billion. Yo, just no, everybody never, wants the clout just to Floyd, talk and brag Floyd, about. The number one talking motherfucker on earth has never once said, "I want to gross a billion dollars in fighting." He's he probably not telling you that. that. He's already no, gross. Floyd isn't telling us stuff. When has Floyd not talked about money? When has Floyd not talked about his? I financial know when he status? hasn't talked about it when he's lost. Uh, when he was in court talking about, I can't pay these taxes right now. Please let me wait till after this McGregor fight. Mm. That's uh, when I first got concerned. It, 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 bro- it breaks my heart to even think about it. I hope it's not true. My man pays $1,000 for a haircut or something crazy like that. I hope it's not true. I, I truly hope it's not true. I used to think it was, there's no way, even if, uh, the thing that really got me concerned is I think I heard he pays $1,000 to get his haircut or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Some crazy amount of money. Right. And he was doing it like every day or twice a week or whatever. And I was like, this is nuts. Yeah. But I was like, you still can't spend that much money. Can you? Then when he's saying to a judge, I can't pay taxes now. Give me until after the McGregor fight. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I think that's like some tax shit. Could though. be. Yeah. No, I think that's tax shit. But I also remember like Kevin Hart, who's, you know, insanely wealthy, saying, anytime I get a check, I took 55%, I just put in a different account for taxes. That's it. I don't even think about it. Yeah. That's stupid. 55%? No. I mean, he also got in in t- trouble for tax evasion when he was, so he's probably just like, right. whatever I've left over, great, we'll do something with it. But like, that's, we're not touching this. This is just in case. Right. Let's deal with this. Is it smart? No, he might be. But I, I just know. I know some rich people. I don't know anybody that rich, but no, I don't I'm know those guys who are stupid, fucking around dude. with. You would have to pay more than 50% of taxes. Oh, oh the rules. Because then you work for the government. Yeah. Like yeah. if you pay more than half of your money to the government, yeah. you do not work for yourself. 100%. You yeah. are an employee of the United States government. That's why I can't fuck with that Canada shit where they pay 55, 60% of taxes. It's, I think it's up to like 55 now, but it's like, fam, you're going to work over half the year for free? You gonna work January, February, March, April, May, June, and a little of August for free? Fuck out of here, yo. Yeah. Imagine an employer asks you to do that. Would you say yes? No fucking chance. So why the fuck we do that? Well, we got good health insurance. So, you know, that's cool. That's why people don't realize, like, especially with taxes, like, everybody who's listening right now, when your taxes get taken out of your check before you get it. It's a whole different. Fam. You don't know, you don't feel the money getting taken away because it's not there in the beginning because they know you won't pay it, right? <laughs> That's the government literally looking at you like, you ain't going to pay this if I give it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I'm going to keep this, and then if it's too much I kept, I'm going to give you some back at the end of the year, and you'll be happy I did. Right. How dumb is that? <laughs> He's fucking, how dumb is that that people get excited about getting their own money back? I'm These tax people. returns? <laughs> Yo, I got back 10 grand from the government today. No, dummy. You got back 10 grand from you. Yep. The government took your money. Interest-free loan. For free. If a, if if a bank asks you for ten grand of your money, they gotta pay you. 
if your friend asks you for ten grand, he gotta pay you. If you ask a bank for ten grand, you gotta you pay gotta out pay the them. ass. The government took your shit and then gave it back to your dumb ass, and you excited that you get to go to Cancun on vacation. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you should take that money back like swift, you know, and someone owes you something or like yeah. someone like didn't give you back, like they didn't, they borrowed your basketball and they didn't give back for too Man long. long. You yeah. grab it quick yeah. from them. That's that how we shit. should, yeah, come on, fucking check, Uncle Sam. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All I'm saying is when you start paying your own taxes and your accountant goes, yo, you know how much we got to pay this year? This much? Yo, bro, you start feeling those rich people. You, you get what they go through, bro. <laughs> All that you get. You get what they go through, man. Yeah. That shit is a different fucking feeling. Anyway, whatever. It's almost tax season. That's why I'm height tight right now. <laughs> I got to round this fucking year up. Anyway, all right. So, should, whatever. Should Floyd keep... Should he have retired when he retired? So, yeah. So, there's another conversation that we we're having, which is essentially... As a fan... Okay, is it selfish for us fans to want players to retire in their prime? And I think it is. I was thinking <laughs> about this yesterday. Mm. It's like we want Jordan to retire after he hits that shot. Yep. We want, um, you know, Floyd to retire at you know the peak of his abilities. We want uh, LeBron, I'm sure, to retire before his ability starts to dissipate. You know, we want boxers to retire before they start to look bad. We want this constantly. We want people to retire right. before their prime. And it's so selfish because we're telling people to stop doing what they love. Yep. This is the one joy they have. Yeah. Like, imagine someone said, yo, that was your best special, bro. Just leave it at that. You'd be like, nah, I fucking love no. doing comedy, bro. I know like, how hard it is, but they are doing it in the interest of your legacy. Like, I love this dude. I love saying Jordan is the best ever. I don't want any knocks against Jordan. I want a perfect story. Sure. And it is selfish in that way, but it is like, I want to, when, when I say Jordan, I don't want anybody, I want to be like, that motherfucker left. But what's more important, your legacy or your life? No, that's a good question. Like, my life is is so important. I want to enjoy every single fucking day of this that's shit. That's a good question. And if that means, like, I still go play basketball in the gym. I'm not as good as I used to be, but it's fun. Right. Right? Like... I, again, I don't have a legacy to leave with basketball, right? but at the same time, I'm going to still do this thing. So a guy who does it professionally, he's going to still want to hoop. Right. And should he stop just because we as fans want to see him go out on top? What does go out on top even mean? Like, But isn't it all selfish, though? Isn't the whole fucking thing watching this dude play for my team, cheering him on? Isn't that all selfish? What do you mean? I want this guy to win championships. Not because... Jordan was never on my team. You rooted against Jordan? Hell yeah, I rooted against Jordan. I'm a Nick fan. Yeah. So uh, no matter what, you were just like... No, I was I was one of those Nick fans that was also a fan of Jordan. There was rooting for Jordan? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I didn't like Jordan until like, I got it. Like, I, I, did, I took for granted how good he was. I didn't like him until Knicks were so trash it didn't matter. And then I was rooting for him. But isn't legacy for the people? At a certain point, once you're great... Now the legacy is like what you mean to the world. That's what I'm saying. We're all kind of selfish yeah, with the what, way we watch sports. I, I agree with you that we're selfish, but what I'm trying to say is like you have a right to do what you want with your life and enjoy it, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to satisfy Bill from Wyoming. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. If you, Vince Carter, Vince Carter could have retired earlier in his career and then been one of the greatest 
if he retired at the right time, one of the greatest players to play. No, a, a very, very good player. We would have the I, greatest dunker ever. Yeah, and and a very, very good player, and we would have built up his legacy and the mythology of him yes. if he got out of the game An early. Early exit automatically elevates your perception. Facts. Like, is Vince Carter a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Why? I think he got one ring, right? No, he never got a ring. With Matt, with the Dallas Mavs? No, I don't think he was on the Mavs team. He wasn't. I'm 99% sure he came after. Can you look up to see if Vince Carter's a ring? Um... And that's fair, but like, I think it's I think it's debatable whether he is a. I guess you could say. I guess I could see where it's debatable. Here's a better uh, example. Ready? But if Vince Carter, to your point, retires with the Nets after he has his renaissance, horrific injury, can't play again, Vince Carter belongs in the Hall of Fame. Or or fuck horrific injury. Just. No, he doesn't have a ring. He doesn't have a ring. No. Just. Just hey man, I'm done. I, I've played this game. I That's gave my game. I love it. it. I'm all about that early exit shit. Yeah, we love it, right? But at the same time, if that's what you truly love to do, why the fuck would you stop, son? It's almost stupid. Like if you still get joy yeah. from playing yeah, basketball, 100%. even though you're not playing at your level, if you still get joy, play that shit. You don't Yo, owe me nothing. Tying in the some... future, aren't you going to be miserable well, that your legacy some... is ruined? So, so here's the thing. People that care a lot about their legacy are caring about what other people think about them, right? If you're a basketball player and you're just hooping because you enjoy the hooping, like Vince Carter clearly just loves to be around the right. game, in the game, play the game. He's definitely hurt his legacy. Yeah. Like destroyed it. Arguably destroyed his legacy. We're not thinking about Vince as the devastating dunker and amazing offensive player that he was. Right. Now we're thinking about a guy who's, oh, he's still playing at 41. That's your legacy. Right. But if he's having fun... You know what? Fuck it's, it! To tie into what we were talking about earlier, Creed, there's a scene, another one, that I was like, oof, when he's talking to his wife, he's like, imagine you can't do something you love. You feel like you couldn't breathe. Yeah. And I thought about that with comedy. There's times where I'm like looking at this, like I, when I was going broke, I was like, fuck, am I going to be able to keep doing this? It's so important to you. If you're a basketball player... He, this it makes him feel alive yeah. every day getting yeah. up being with the team working out he loves all that shit yes. so if he wants to keep doing it amazing Yeah. and selfishly I'll even say as a matter of fact if I say this I would say it exactly this way selfishly I wish he retired Yeah. it is selfish selfishly yeah. I wish he retired because I would have loved his legacy if I, I I don't really care but if you know sure. if I was a big Vince Young fan if he left midway through that Nick Nets stint oh yeah. fuck Oh man! No, it'd be great. Maybe that's why Mayweather is doing it. Why? Because he loves boxing. Hey, and if that's the case, if he would just come out and say, "Man, I just love doing it, and I don't want to do the twelve round fights because it's too long. It takes too long to prepare, and you get hurt." But I'll run around and fight these bums around the world if they're willing to pay me a lot of money, just because I love being in the ring and doing it. I'd completely, mm. I'd be absolutely go for it. If you love it. Do what the fuck you love, man. I'm tired of telling players that they need to retire. Boxing is a little different because your, your literal life is at stake yeah. and your brain is at stake. Oh, like yeah. you can truly die in the ring. You know, there's and a, you are definitely doing damage. Oh, there, a there's a fighter right now who's still in critical condition, Adonis Stevenson. Another Adonis. Wow. Hmm. But uh, yeah, he's from uh, Montreal and he got uh, in a fight over the weekend and he fucking it was in uh, critical condition. Yo, the way he went down. Oof. Bro, son, that motherfucker got destroyed. So it's um 
Yeah, man. It's uh, it's just an interesting thing. I, I don't think. I I guess I basically empathize with these athletes that are like almost institutionalized. Like Vince Carter loves his schedule. I'm sure. Yeah, he loves, you know, he loves going to practice and having something to do, and you know. And I bet when he retires, he's going to be around the team somehow. Oh, without a doubt, he'll be a coach or something like that. I mean, probably for the Raptors, he'll probably come back home. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But like, and he's a good personality, I guess, to have, and he cares about the game. I I guess what I'm trying to say is like, who ends up being more happy? The person who retired in their prime and is maybe remembered. Really good point. Or the person who's remembered by other people and has satisfied the people by being happy, but still wishes they could play the game and still wants to play the game. Or the people or the person who played it until he couldn't play anymore. Yeah. But his legacy's fucked. I, I truly think it's the person who played every single minute of it. I want to do every single minute of comedy I can do. That's a great point about your legacy is if you're concerned about what other people think. Yeah, because that's what it comes down to. And if you're comfortable with yourself, it's like, I don't give a fuck. Remember how you remember me. I remember me playing. I remember dunking on all these motherfuckers. Yeah. I remember all of them wearing my sneakers. You know, Vince Carter out here wearing other people's sneakers. He used to have his own sneakers. Don't care. That's a crazy thing to go yeah. from. Like, yeah. we used to wear other people's sneakers. Yeah. But imagine you used to have your own, and now you got to wear Kyrie's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's nuts, <laughs> right? Yeah. Imagine like you got to wear fucking PG twos. Fuck Get the that. fuck out of here. Yeah. Interesting. So, so it's just what, yeah. do you th- what are your thoughts on the way Jordan did it? Go. So Jordan's like, hey, I want to retire, cement my legacy, and yeah. he's like, damn, I still love the game. But now I'm going to come back on another team. So my legacy isn't really tied to. I think that we love Jordan so much. We've blacked out the fact that the he was even on the Wizards. I truly feel that way. Like, I don't even know about. There's one play I remember from the Wizards, and it's this like sad reverse layup that he made. <laughs> like, he tried to jump and then go under, but he didn't have any lift anymore that he like, barely made it. And it was yeah. just like, oh, fuck, that's not Jordan. <laughs> and, but I think we just love him so much, we've just forgotten it. And thank God. But, like, literally, God wrote his story perfectly, yeah, yeah, yeah. his career story. Like, to win the NBA finals on a last second shot arguably the most clutch player ever and then you retire right after that after going three pete and three pete that's it that's the storybook ending right it justifies all our selfish arguments which are he's the best and this is why and i really wish mayweather comes out and says that Mm -hmm. because he may be doing the jordan approach it's like hey you know what i'm retiring from boxing but i still want to box I'll do these little offset things, but you know this is not really the real shit I did. In but the Jordan ring. didn't do that. Jordan was like, "No, I'm coming back to make the playoffs." I'm coming yeah, back but he did it for the Wizards. Yeah, so because he owned the team, and then he got tired of losing, so he's like, "I'll give up my ownership. I actually want to fucking win." And I'm playing these guys in practice because that's what he does. He'll play the guys in practice on the team, yeah. and he's busting their ass in practice. And he's like, "Do I still got it?" Mm. You know what I mean? Like, how old was Jordan when he made the comeback? Forty, I think forty, something like that. Anyway, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it happen. Do you want to see players fight fans? Yeah. Um, that's another prediction I have right here. I think we're going to have another malice in the palace, but much smaller. 
but I think you're going to see a player do something to a fan. And I think it's going to be throw a ball at a fan like hard enough to hurt them. I think that's going to be Ooh. the move. Like throw it at their head or chuck it at them. Who's I know, the guy? I don't know, but Patrick Beverly did it like a little bit, but just recently, every week there's a new story about either Kevin Durant cursing out somebody in the right. in the in the stands. It's escalating. Uh, Montrez Harrell, or I think that's his name. Uh, he cursed out somebody, um, and uh, you know, basically telling him to shut the fuck up or some shit like that. And um, I just see it escalating, and they're not really talking about it. And you could feel it. I could just feel the energy. Of it, it's going towards this thing, and Adam Silver needs to nip that shit in the bud. And frankly, he not gonna. He got to protect the players. Like you need to have, if you have a security guard there, and the security guard hears people cursing at the players' moms, telling the players they ain't shit, suck a dick, this that the other, your right. mom ain't shit, you're a bitch, this that the other. The security guard got to go to them, yeah, and say, yo, watch the fuck out. What are you doing? Right. Like this, you don't. You're not allowed to just berate humans. Yeah. Because you paid money. Yeah. You pay money to watch them play basketball. Yeah. You know, like me as a comedian, I don't want people heckling me. I imagine a basketball player doesn't want them heckling Same. them either. Yeah. Like you your the price of admission does not include just verbally assaulting that person for and I'm someone who talks a lot of shit during a game, but I'm never disrespectful. Like I'm a disrespect your game. I'm not disrespecting your family or right, some right, shit right, like right, that. Right, right. You know, and I'm someone who believes in any joke is okay. Right. But it's an unfair fight. You can't say shit back to me as the player, or else you get suspended. Yeah. So it's pussy. It's real pussy. It's pussy to talk shit like these little five four motherfuckers talking all this shit to the, uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Knowing full well that. Kevin Durant can't do shit to him right. and that Kevin Durant has everything to lose is pussy. Right. Honestly, if you let players hit the fans... It should get cleared up real quick. Good shot, Kev. <laughs> Great shot. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Kev. <laughs> Wish you were on our team, Kev. Yeah, but when's that contract up, Kev? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Let yeah. the free market decide how much yeah. shit you want to talk. 100%. Because right now... But since you can't, you just gotta... You can't let fans be reckless, man. I remember people were making fun of Steve. This is maybe in college, but like Steve Kerr's dad was like killed by terrorists, and they were making fun of that. His dad was killed by terrorists? Something crazy like that, yeah. Terrorists? Something, yeah, something crazy like that. I don't know about that shit, but whatever. Okay. Either way, there was just screaming crazy shit about how his father was killed, and it's just like, are y'all fucking crazy, man? This is okay to you? Yeah. Don't talk to this dude the way you wouldn't like talk to anyone else. You're talking to, like, if I wouldn't talk to anybody else this way, I'm not going to talk to you like that. Yes. You know talk, what I mean? Say the oh, same shit. shit. He was killed. He and was killed. He was killed in Beirut. Oh, my God. That's yeah. fucking horrible, dude. Killed by gunmen. So, the, um, that sounded like I didn't care. I did care. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. But we got a podcast to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. I don't know, bro. I'm just like, yo, you got to protect these fucking... We make fun of players constantly. Yeah. But we're not going to fucking disrespect their mom or go to a game and be like, yo, you're a bitch. You ain't shit. Like, for what? Yeah. For what? My feeling is say what you would say if you were watching a pickup game. Yeah. I'll say anything. When I'm at an NBA game, I will say absolutely anything that I would say if I'm watching a pickup game. I'm right. making fun of your sneakers. I'm making fun of your game. I'm making fun of the refs. I say all that, right. any pickup game where they could punch me in the face. Right. 
without a doubt. I'm fine saying it because it's in the in the jest. You know, I'm just being yeah. funny, etc. But they get a couple drinks, a couple vodka sodas inside Timmy and Tom that are sitting second row. They get yep. real mouthy. Yep. Real mouthy, yep. real fast. Sorry, I can like white women at a comedy show. Facts. <laughs> and they don't get called heroes. <laughs> Yo, it's a garbage move. Yeah. I'm with it though. Just snitch. Sure. I think Kaz had a good solution. Players got to snitch more. I mean, they don't. I thought they do. Snitch every time a guy says something. Hey, hey, right here. Literally at the free throw line. Just point right there. Yo, get this guy out of here. Yeah. Paris, yeah. let's get him out. All right, yo. Let's fucking let's let's, let's switch gears a little bit because we got there's some interesting conspiracy conspiracies happening in the NFL. Yeah, buddy. And. There's there's some interesting conspiracies happening in the NFL right now, and I I want to give some like credence to them. Is that what what it's called? Yeah. But it's just such a tough fucking sport to predict this NFL shit because you could have one game. Like for example, there's this quarterback for the Rams, uh, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. So. He has a shitty game this week. Yeah. And now people are attributing it to the fact that they stopped Gurley, right? Right. So now, now, not only did he have a shitty game, it's, oh, is he only good when Gurley plays well? Because they do more play action plays than anybody else in the league. Also, remember, we were telling you on the Patreon episode, I said the Bears are legit. They're legit. Very legit. So, so here's a question. It's like, oh, is the way to stop the Rams to stop the run with Gurley because Jared Goff can't go without Gurley. And now the conversation is, is Jared Goff Goff even even a good good quarterback? So we went from three weeks ago, people were saying Goff was the truth. He's the future. He's better than Wentz. He's better than, he's the best quarterback. He's better than Mahomes. I don't know if people are saying that, but when they went at each other, Oh, that's right. He won. He held, definitely held his ground. Here's what it is though. NBA playoffs. Now he can't even carry a team. Like NBA playoffs, every game, the yeah. whole narrative shifts. If you won, oh, fuck, we got this. We got them figured out. If your team lost, oh, they're fucked. They're never going to figure it out. They're going to lose every game. Right. Because there's not that many games. So NFL that's is the, the same thing. Okay. There's only 16 games, and there's a week between to just go make huge deci- like huge conclusion after huge conclusion. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Sure, the Rams got stopped this week. Right. Now, the Cowboys have won five straight, which is crazy and amazing and all that, whatever. But, like, it's like, are they ever going to lose again? Then the second they lose, it's going to be like, I mean, the, the Cowboys are so bad. Fire the coach. Yeah. You get to get them the fuck out of here. Right. And I do it, too, but it's just there's 16 games. Yeah. Like, I every year I watch opening day and I say, don't draw any conclusions off opening day. And then every year I draw conclusions <laughs> off opening day. Okay, one conclusion I feel confident drawing, maybe it's conspiracy. I don't think Cam Newton is an NFL quarterback. You don't think he's good? I mean, the guy's an MVP. He's a league MVP. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Okay, go ahead. He can't make the throws. He cannot make the throws. I watch him every week for the last five weeks. I know they've been on this losing streak, but he has t- his chances to win the games these last few weeks. The ball's been in his hands. Cam is really inconsistent. Inaccurate. I just don't think he is the accuracy. He's not that accurate. And I think that's a big fucking deal when it comes down to the end of the game and you need to make throws. Like, we're talking about every single throw. The last three weeks that I've been watching, end of the game, where you could change that game, it's either long or high. Yeah. Now, you got a gun. 
maybe he's afraid of picks. So he's like, let me throw no, it so they go out there and get You're right. He's just not that accurate. And to your point, they always say the most important attribute for a quarterback is accuracy. And, and Cam's not that accurate. To your point also, you texted me yesterday, Dak is trash. I don't think Dak is as bad as a lot of people do. Yeah. I think with a good coordinator, he could be good. But my friend and I, shout out to Brian, he's a big podcast fan. We were talking, he said, I think Dak's ceiling is Cam. And he's like, that's not... He knows I love Cam. I love Cam. He's like, I told the wrong guy that, but Cam is, he's inaccurate. He's inconsistent. I think his main issue is he's a head case and his confidence is so fucking up and down. I think if yep. you catch him in a time like this where it's not going well, he's going to play horribly because his confidence oh, is Oh, he shot. plays his confidence. Yeah. He plays his confidence. I think he, his game is so mental. His game is so he's mental. a bit of a head really? case, man. Yeah, and I yeah. love Cam, but I, I want him to do well. Well, then he needs to figure that shit out because I've been watching him he's, specifically I mean, they're sinking. They've lost lose four games. in a row, I think. And you shouldn't be able to do that. I'm sorry. If he's no. as elite as everybody says he's elite. He's not like, elite. He's not. So that was the conversation. It was last year, no, two years ago, it was like, wow, this guy is elite. This guy is absolutely yeah. amazing. Then last year it was, okay, his team's got some you know, injuries. Or they got rid of Greg Norman, so maybe it's really that defense held it down and blah, 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 blah. Now he I'm wondering if he's an NFL quarterback. He is, but to your point, I think when his confidence is gone, when he was 15-1, and one, this motherfucker was amazing. Talking to his teammates, great teammate, giving away every game ball. This is a great story. Every touchdown he scored, gave the ball to somebody. Mm-hmm. Never kept a touchdown. I still don't think he does, but like right. when his confidence is high, oh man, he's great. When his confidence is low, I saw them lose a game two or three games ago. Yeah. Two-point conversion to win the game. He threw the pass behind the guy, got picked off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it happened, but like... If his confidence is low like it is now, he is just not going to play well. He gets super in his head. He gets sour. He's not a good teammate, really, I don't think. He's not a good leader, I don't think. That's one thing Dak has. I don't think he's got the arm Cam has, but he's a great leader. Cam, though. Why is Dak a great leader? People just really seem to like playing with him. Like, little things I was noticing, like, before two big drives yesterday, he goes and gives everybody depth. Like, all of his offensive linemen, before they step on the field, he just goes one by one, gives everybody in the offense that. Then I saw, I see the huddle one drive later in overtime, I think. First thing he does, everybody's standing in the huddle. He goes there, gives every single one of them five. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Little shit like that. And apparently he just knows how to relate to people. I know Miko was saying, like, he said all this shit. I looked, I Googled the stuff he said about the anthem. I, I know he said we should stand. His words, though, that I saw were, Look, I know there's a problem. I just think there's a better way to do it. I love football because you can block all that out. Yeah. Dak has started programs for community outreach and stuff with cops and right. and people, people coming in for for Miko's comments. Really, I had another person say because she was like, uh, "I know, love Miko, but if I, they I was, want you to uh, what was it? She was like, um, you know, if it's third and long, they'll take you out because they don't want you to." Oh, if it's third and long, they'll take you out because they don't want you to get that sack because then they'll have to give Pay you the you. bonus, et cetera. Right. And then he was like, no, if it's, someone texted me, didn't text me their uh, comments. They were like, no, if it's third and long, they know you're going to run. So they're going to put guys in that can do better run coverage. Sorry, you know, they're going to, you're going to throw. So they'll put players in that are better at throwing coverage. So yeah. they might add another linebacker instead of a lineman right. in case, you know, the right, tight end right. veers off and you have someone who can actually chase him more right. effectively. In other words, there are uh, opposing opinions. We right, have to take yeah. everything Miko yeah. said as gospel. Yeah. But that shit was fun. It was entertaining. Super. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dak, I, Dak is just, by all accounts of people who know him, he's just a guy who kind of gets it. Yeah. For all his faults as a like a thrower, yeah. and there's a lot, 
he's just he's like a good character guy on the good team. character guy people seem to like him yeah well the other conspiracy was something we brought up i think a week ago on the podcast right oh i didn't even know we brought it up but maybe this is the con- oh yes we did so we said maybe aaron Rodgers is tanking yeah on purpose missing throws on purpose playing not like Aaron Rodgers yeah and him and for those who don't know Mike McCarthy got fired they had problems apparently going back a couple of seasons right but they've worked through those problems and then it was always like a back and forth relationship right and apparently this year got real bad this year gets bad now Aaron has a hard time having any relationship apparently like his family don't like him his his girlfriend (laughs) don't like him nobody like him yeah I mean people in Green Bay like him like him but whatever um I like him. Seems like a nice guy. Kind of dry, funny, sense of humor a little right. bit. Um, but this week, he comes in and he throws for four touchdowns. Last week, he can't make a 12-yard out What's route. wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Is Aaron Rodgers not a lead anymore? This is exactly what annoys me about football every right. single week, like you said. Look at it like changes. you look at a playoff series. That's fair. That's fair. But, you know, they're just literally looking for something to talk about on ESPN because they got to talk every 24 single 24-hour sports is horrible. So it's like, okay, why don't we just say Aaron sucks this week? <laughs> yeah. And then when he's good next week, we'll be like, oh, we were wrong. Aaron's good. Yeah. And then when he sucks next week. Here's what he fixed. Exactly. You know, or, uh, the you know, now nobody wants to mention he was playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Was he playing against the Bucs? No, Falcons. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody was that he was playing against the Falcons, which we saw play a couple weeks ago in our absolute dog shit. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all that Aaron Rodgers right. could throw four TDs against the Atlanta Falcons. Right. Is it is he back? Maybe. Did he get what he wanted? Maybe. Did he have to push the organization to make a move? Maybe. Yeah. Do we knock him for that? No. I I'm really sorry. I really don't. I I if you because here's the thing: if the organization isn't willing to pull the trigger, you got to do it for him. I wouldn't be surprised if him and the organization sat down there together. And they mm-hmm. said, "Look, we can't get this guy out of here. He's a part of the community. People love him. Da 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 da. And as long as you guys are kind of winning, we're not going to get him out of here." And he goes, "Oh, I'll handle that winning shit. And <laughs> don't worry, I'm going to overthrow everybody. I, I, I'm not going to discount it. I don't. I think Green Bay is big on like we want long term coaches. We don't want to just fire in and out. Blah blah blah. Right. But maybe. But uh, it does seem like Aaron Rodgers suddenly got good." I don't know. I don't know what that is. We'll see how long it lasts. Now, if he plays again well next week right. and the week after, yeah. maybe we were onto something. Because it's odd to have a bad four game stretch and then suddenly get back to being incredible, to being Aaron Rodgers. Eli Manning. What about him? Hell of a fucking game. Yeah. Saquon buddy. Barkley. This guy. This is the next conspiracy theory. Saquon Barkley. Hell of a fucking game. Right. Giants offense humming. Right. I mean, I think Eli Manning was uh, 18 for 22 okay. or something like that. Going. Did Eli have three touchdowns or four touchdowns or something like that? Put up 40 points. Saquon went for 174 yards, I believe, just rushing, plus more in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants defense locked down. Yeah. I'm talking about hell of a game. And there was one thing missing in this game, and that thing was? One of the best players in the league? Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. Now, What is happening here? Is this the Giants potentially sending a message to Odell? Is this a team or is this the opposing team when Odell is in going, okay, they're going to Odell every single time, so let's just scheme for him? Is this the team going, hey, Odell, we're going to actually have some fun and throw the ball when you're not in? I don't know. On purpose? 
I don't know. They look dominant. I mean, the Redskins are bad, but they looked. But dominant. the Redskins weren't even that bad going into it. Well, they they're broken in their own way. Like Mark Sanchez is starting a quarter. They lost their starting quarterback. They have a ton of injuries. Fair ton enough. of injuries. Fair enough. Yeah, losing the starting quarterback was massive. Then they're back up. They're right. down to their third string, and then right. he got yanked for somebody who hadn't played in the league since so the 2011, 2011 or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they looked pretty good. I think what they'd started doing pretty easily or simply is just like let's just feed Saquon. Oh my God, this guy's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's incredible. He's like, fucking incredible. He might, he, he might be worth drafting a running back in the first round. In the top five, right. which is insane. I still think you take a quarterback when you get a chance to get a quarterback. Sure. guy on the ticket had this crazy stat. Right. He was in defense of re-signing Dak Prescott, but he yeah. said, if you take a quarterback in the first round, there have been 28 taken going back to 2003. Yeah. Outside of the top five, the only good ones are Aaron Rodgers, and one other one, I can't remember. But there are 26 others. Two were all right. And then everybody else taken in the first round outside of the top five was not even playing for more than five years. Right. Not even in the league anymore. Really? Yeah. So that's why I think if you're the number two, right. you get Sam Darnold. Right. Because to your point about Odell, I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. There's what, like five skill positions, which are wide receiver, tight end, running back. And then some teams have a fullback, however many receivers. I think there's five or six skill positions. The Giants, at two of those positions, have the most electric athletes in the league. 33, 40% of your your athletes, they're four and eight. Five and eight now. The quarterback is the only one that you cannot ever replace. Not cannot ever, but you know what I mean? Like But it just goes to show he's not an awful quarterback. Like he can get he's the not job awful, done. man. He's not good, I don't think. He's old. But he's yeah. not awful. He had some nice throws. He had some terrible throws after, but he's not awful. Yeah. So then what's the deal? Do you think they did it to punish? You think they did it to punish Odell? They're like, no, you're gonna have you're gonna sit this game because if you play it, you're probably gonna have a great game and then we gotta hear you fucking yapping. I don't know if they did to punish him, but I do think they took note of the fact that if you're not constantly worried about feeding Odell, you're you're all right. Or if he's just not there, you're all right. Well, that's the other thing, right? It's like we can be bad without you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you're Odell, on some level, you gotta be, you gotta be thinking, oh shit. Even when I play well, we're bad. Yeah. So how much can I really do? Maybe I should shut the fuck up. I don't think he's gonna figure it out. No, I don't think he will. Right. But if you have your best game, Odell, three TDs, hundred seventy yards, and you guys still lose, yeah, you can't do enough. To help the team win as a wide receiver, you want as one person, you cannot do enough. Right. So shut the fuck up. We give, we actually listen to wide receivers far too much, if you ask me, because they can't truly dominate a game. I mean, look at Julio Jones in Atlanta. Yeah. You can barely get into the fucking You can end have zone. a great game. You can win a game or two here or there. You you can make a difference. The Cowboys have been way better since they got Amari Cooper because they right. say it opens up a bunch of other stuff. But like, best case scenario. You're a guy that draws enough attention that other people, but you're not, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Where best case scenario, you win the fucking game. So that's the thing with Aaron, with Tom, with Drew, even with Saquon, I think, because you're giving him the ball 24, 25 okay. times, five passes. He's touching the ball 30 times. With these guys, they can have an attitude about the game because yeah. they can truly have a major effect on the game. Right. With Mark Sanchez, Odell Beckham Jr. is not getting the ball at all. Yeah. A trash quarterback, you're not getting the ball. Right. And even if you have a great quarterback, even if you have Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, 
That's not happening all the time. That's happening eight times a game you guys are connecting? Yeah. It's not enough for you to talk. So even if The you- fact that we let wide receivers say anything out loud is besides me. And it's really just because of how exciting they are to watch catch the ball. Oh, it's so fun. But it's only based on excitement. It's not based on merit. The fact that a wide receiver gets to have a microphone that we let him say what the team needs to do and what doesn't is kind of absurd. I think, yeah. Right? I think impact, it's like the fifth most impactful position. You're the opening act at the comedy show. You're the feature. You're a strong feature. You're you're a feature at a comedy show complaining about how the show should be run. It's like, dude, this show's going to be fine with or without you. You're not needed for everybody in here to come. And you're not needed for everybody in here to have a good time. You can increase how good the time is, yeah. and you can decrease how good the time is. But that time is going to be had with or yeah. without you. The show can win without you. The show goes on, baby. It do go on. The show goes on, man. It's crazy that we let them talk at all. Why doesn't whenever they start talking, why does someone go, you touched the ball eight times, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. The uh, most you go touch the ball is 10 times. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. How does the running back walk over and not just grab him by his blonde hair and be like, I'm sorry, how many catches do you have? Oh, four? Well, could you do us a favor and shut the fuck up? Because I'm carrying the weight with 40. Yeah. And again, a running back might not get as many yards as a, I mean, they'll get a lot, but like, just the amount of clock you're controlling. If you touch the ball 24 times, like the punishment you're taking 24 times. Oh yeah, Belichick has known that for the longest now. That's what. Yeah, I brought this That's up. A great point. Again, my homie Brian, same guy, was like, "How many teams have won a Super Bowl with a top five wide receiver in the last 20 years?" It's I can't great, think. It's of, a lot of attitude. Moss got no rings. To got no rings. Wow. Who else can we think of? Chad, Chad Ocho Cinco got, got no, no rings. rings. Terrell Owens, you said T.O. got no rings. Um, Julio Jones Julio got Jones, no rings. No rings. A.B. got no rings. Wait, A.B. A. B. got any no rings, rings. With, with, with Roethlisberger? A.B. got no rings. Santonio Holmes was the MVP of that Super Bowl in 2008. A.B. Uh, wasn't even in the league. And then Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. But Heinz Ward was a fucking blue collar. He was a blue collar receiver. Not yeah. he was just he no go he go across the middle. He he do the work. the fuck out of like he okay. take cheap shots. Let's on keep people going blocking. on this. This is great because I think wide receivers. Odell Beckham Jr. got no, no rings. rings. I love this man, but Des Bryant got no rings. I think wide receivers are getting far too much attention, and it's simply because of the excitement that they bring to the sport. But their effectiveness to win a game is virtually nonsense. They help. Again, seeing what Amari's done for the Cowboys. They help, but not close to as much as their spotlight. As they, sh- they, they got talk. a wide spot, a Diva big, wide receiver. spotlight. Larry Fitzgerald, again. No he's, rings. And he's a guy that everybody wants Consumer to emulate. professional. No rings. Holy shit. It's not worth paying him. That's what a lot of people say. That's why I'll pay a running back before I pay a wide receiver. The only issue with running backs is longevity, but yeah. Yeah, if, pay him for two years. Sure. Oh my God, this is eye-opening. Again, this is not saying that they're not excited and they can't do things, but they don't affect the game enough for how popular they are. Uh, Megatron. No rings. No rings. Oh my Lord. A great wide receiver is to your team's detriment. It hurts your team because you you overpay. Good receivers are great. Great receivers who who shut up and don't demand a ton of money, if you get one of those... Yo, amazing. More power to you. Akash, you know who has had good receivers throughout his career? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You know who has had good receivers throughout his career? Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. 
You know who's had good receivers throughout his career? Maybe even um Oh my you know God. who had good receivers? Chargers receiver, uh, Charger wide. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yeah, I think Keenan Allen is really good. He's got Keenan Allen, who's, but he's I, Antonio not Gates spoken. Is Antonio Gates is tight elite, end, but, but tight end is different yeah. because you block and receive. Yeah. It is you affect the game in multiple ways every and single maybe play because they have to block so much. They don't seem to be divas nearly as often. You never hear the him. closest you can think of is Gronk. Jimmy Graham. No, Jimmy Graham. I never even thought he was. I thought he was a little. Nuts, but he was but like, really a receiver. Like he barely blocked, and he I, was trash I, I, at blocking. I never thought of, of him as being a diva or like a distraction. Oh, this is good. Okay, keep going. Um, fuck was oh you know who had good receivers and not great receivers mm-hmm. last year? Who? Philadelphia. Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar. These are good receivers. These are just working class receivers. I, give me an Alshon Jeffrey, but I'm not paying him a top top five contract. Oh my god. Uh, it's crazy. He brought this up to me like five years ago when it was time to extend Dez. And again, I love Dez, so I was like, pay him. But it was a valid fucking point. I cannot think of one. The last great receiver I can think of with rings is Jerry Rice. And he's the greatest. But, but he also had... Quarterback, running back. I mean, if you have... Tight end. He had a full offense. <sighs> Wow, dude. This is crazy to put together. It's a fucking waste of money to pay wide receivers. In the modern NFL or whatever we call that, it seems like it. I know the Cowboys got three rings of Michael Irvin, and again, I fucking love Michael Irvin. But you you start to think, right? You start to think, how good were these guys? Were they actually working class wide receivers that were in great systems? I think Jerry Rice was great by every metric. Like, I mean, he's outside of outside of Jerry, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin was great. Also, Michael Irvin was like he wanted the ball, but he wasn't a diva. He like was a team player. Michael Irvin apparently would work out until he threw up. And then just keep working out. Like the precedent he set was fucking crazy. Okay. He was that guy. But still. But Odell Maybe, Beckham is not known for that. Put it this way: Heinz Ward has no. Uh, if Heinz Ward has no Super Bowl rings, yeah, he is not looked at as an a, a close to elite receiver. Probably not. No. He's a very regular fucking guy. He's Golden yeah, think, Tate. Yeah, I think he's good. He's Alshon Jeffrey, that type of. Like, Maybe he's less, good. Maybe less. Maybe than, than Alshon Jeffrey because Alshon Jeffrey is also kind of a freak. But like, he'd be a good receiver. But since he has him, now we have to look at him and give him this right. spotlight. So what if that applies to Michael Irvin slightly? What Maybe. if what if what if hypothetically not saying he wasn't a hard right. worker, but what if he was in an amazing system that had an amazing running back that drew a lot of attention that defenses need to scheme for and he had a lot of solo coverage and if you put a reasonable athlete up against man The one thing I would say is their record without him I remember being bad. That's fair. Uh, now again, it's it's also a different. Fine. It's a whole different game than it was back then. That's true. I'm trying to think of other, but the, I can't think of who were the the, the Patriots. Tory Dynasty. Holt. Tory Holt has a Super Bowl. Isaac Bruce. They were elite. Yeah, they, had they were Bowls. elite. Kurt Warner. And they had yeah. Maybe that maybe that's the last one. Because after that, I'm struggling to think. The and, Patriots. And frankly, maybe this that is was crazy. Before. I'm looking at a list of like wide receivers who without rings. Chris Carter. Uh, wow. You got To. Uh, Shit. Randy Larry, Moss. Larry Fitzgerald. You Larry said Fitzgerald. him, right? Yep, Fitzgerald, yeah. Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. He had a career-ending injury, but yeah, same. Yeah. Calvin Johnson, Tim Brown. 
James Lofton. Wow, Tim Brown oh. for yeah. the Raiders? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of wild to think about. Wow, that is a huge detriment to your team, overpaying your fucking wide receivers. Yeah. Because if you have a good quarterback, you can turn mediocrity into something special. Yeah. And if you got a great quarterback, just give me receivers who run their fucking routes. That's really. it. Just I'll run the fucking route. I'll get them the ball. It's, it's literally what we see with Aaron Rodgers every single year. Every yeah. single year, all of a sudden, there's this somewhat... I want to say elite, but all of a sudden there's a great wide receiver on Green Bay. It starts game one, they have no wide receivers. Right. Yeah. By game four, they're like, God, maybe you're right. Maybe Adams is a hell of a <laughs> wide receiver. Maybe it's the rising tide thing where like a, an elite wide receiver can lift a mediocre quarterback. But the thing I that matters vice, the most, I think it's the opposite. I think it can happen. I think Odell can make Eli look better. I think Amari's making Dak look better. I think a great receiver at Carolina would make. Cam look better. They got a guy, DJ Moore. Right. He's really good. I think as he gets better, Cam will get better. But that's if you have a mediocre to above average to maybe even good quarterback. But what you ideally have is a great quarterback. And a great quarterback don't need great wide Tom receivers. Brady. So don't pay both of them. Tom Brady. Pay the great quarterback, and then let's put the money in the defense. Let's put the money. Tom Brady also is apparently the 16th highest paid quarterback in the league, which is so fucking dope on his part. Yeah. But... uh Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning always give me weapons on the offense, blah, blah, blah. Tom Brady just trusted Bill Belichick. Put the money wherever the fuck the money goes. That being said, Manning always had to do more than Tom has. I think part of that, though, is what I'm saying is the money allocation was the Patriots put their money in the defense and the offensive line. They didn't put it in the skill positions like that. Right, 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 right. But I'm saying is Manning knew that he was going to have to carry that offense. Like he was gonna have to call the plays, he was gonna have to do everything, he was gonna have to make all the audibles, right, and like yeah. every single time he walked up to the line, it could change. Right. Whereas Tom is like, okay, I'm in the system. Belichick's doing all the thing. I have to Fair execute enough. this system. Fair I just think his job is a little bit more Maybe. difficult, so he need a little more okay. help. But I, I'm with you a thousand percent, man. That is, that is fucking crazy to think about how overvalued the wide receivers are, and it's simply because they're exciting. We overvalue excitement. We think guys that dunk the ball are better than they are. Yeah. Right. We overvalue excitement. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah. We overvalue. Vince was dunking and doing these crazy dunks. So we we're like, he's the next Jordan. He wasn't a no, lockdown defender. No, he wasn't at all. Yeah. Right? He's a solid player, professional, that kind of shit. But the guys that are doing good work, you can't name two wide receivers on the Saints. Maybe you can, but. Yeah. Most people can't. Well, they got one really good one who uh, I think Miko said wasn't good, but I think he's good. Michael who? Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. But that's it, and he's new, and I don't. When he's free, if I still got Drew Brees, I'm not looking to pay him. That's so now, so now I'll I'm trade you in your about, contract year. I'm thinking about Greg Jennings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Aaron Rodgers, what right. we were saying last week, and it's like if Aaron's like, "Yo, we," I'm, I, if Aaron hears that Greg Jennings wants a massive payday, and Aaron understands how the system works, and he's like, "I oh, don't listen. We're not paying wide receivers because you guys are a dime a dozen. I'll eat at your house." You're yeah. still a dime a dozen. <laughs> yeah. I eat a lot of dime a dozen in people's houses. Go to San Francisco. I'll go eat at your house in San Francisco. Boom. Yeah. We'll have a nice dinner. You and come I'll over bust your ass yeah. with the next guy who filled your spot that we don't know who the fuck he is. Yo. Son, Aaron Rodgers the Steve Nash in the NFL. He get these motherfuckers contracts. Yo. Real talk. You're going to get some good. contracts. If, you put, if you're a bum wide receiver, one year deal for no money with Aaron Rodgers. Yo. Take it. Or not no money, but bare yeah, minimum yeah. with Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Guaranteed next year you're going to be doing okay. Oh, fuck, I would have loved to see him with Dez. Or, yeah, fuck. Anyway. It would have been fun. Um, we got to pay some bills, my friend. Yeah. Yo, it's action heat time. Y'all already Hell know about yeah. action heat. 
You know, I know that you guys have been asking questions. I've uh, had some see, seen some people, seen some of the asshole army out there buying buying some of the clothing, some of the apparel. Uh, basically, Action Heat makes the world's best battery hard uh, powered clothing, right? So you can basically get heat on demand at the touch of a button. The clothes themselves heat up, okay? It's fucking freezing out there. We're not playing no games this winter, especially if you out watching NFL games in these cold-ass places. You better than me, bro. I ain't doing that shit. We watch a game in Atlanta. But if you out there, get yourself some fucking gloves. Get yourself the vest that got the heat on your titties. Get yourself the fucking socks. Get everything that they got, okay? They're powered by uh, rechargeable five-volt lithium-ion batteries. They last up to 12 fucking hours, and they could charge charge your goddamn phone so not only are they heating you up they heating that fucking phone up you are walking around with a charger you are a charger that should be every piece of clothing already the fact that that isn't how clothes work bothers me but that's that's <laughs> how it should be action heat clothing provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body including heated jackets socks gloves hats and even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns i'm gonna need that it's perfect for any friends or family on your holiday gift list whether they work outdoors ski snowboard or if they just hate being cold action heat is the perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm even in the most frigid winter weather they offer heat Heated products that fit everyone's budget, starting at just $39.99. Akash. Okay, check out everything Action Heat has to offer and save 20% on your entire order at actionheat.com slash flagrant. That's actionheat.com slash flagrant or use the coupon code flagrant and you get 20% off that heating stuff at checkout. Go get that right now. Stay warm. Keep it tight. You know you, your asshole get real tight when you get cold. So you get this Action Heat Keep it loose. You know what we should do? What's that? We should. Winter's coming. It's gonna be a brutal fucking winter. Don't even say it. They're sending us some gear. Let's take one day. We just wear the action heat to the studio. (laughs) That's it. Done. And just show everybody. I'm so fucking. I hate winter. I hate bundling up. I hate putting on 14 layers. I'm so hype about this gear. I can't just the idea of putting on one shirt and being good. I'm super excited. See, I'm with it. And I hope we get it in time for the ski trip if, if that happens. Oh, oh that's what we'll do. Okay, that's what we'll do. Okay. We'll double up on the ad. We'll get. We'll do some action heat. You and I holding hands, going down the the bunny trail. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna do a nice romantic. If Jackson and uh, Mouse ain't gonna do it, we gonna do it. We're not gonna waste no fucking ski trip. Um, I'm excited. You know what? Last week really inspired me in a way. Um, first of all, I'm so proud of ourselves. We did something really special in content. I like opening up the sausage and, and telling people how it's made. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, we, we've, we much like a lot of podcasts, you know, comment about news that's going on. Right. You know, I think we also pepper in our own philosophies and the conversations that we have, which takes us to a different level than most. Right. You know, Asking if it's selfish if, uh, you know, for wanting players to retire in their prime and, right. you know, just going outside of just this happened, here's our team. Yeah. But we went one step further, I think, with the with the uh, Mouse and Jacks thing because we created a stimulus and then we played it out. Right. Just like a beautiful soap opera, if you will. Yeah, we really did. And uh, it was just so gorgeous. So I just, I'm glad I had so many people telling me that they'd never listened to our podcast before, but they just had to see what happened. They right. love the drama, all these types of things. So it was just so interesting. But what was most interesting was the closure, right? It's like sometimes when you have negative energy in the environment, right, it affects all those around. Mm-hmm. And closure 
and that's the reason why forgiveness is so important. Closure not only helps those people who are beefing, but it really just helps everybody that is catching those negative waves of the beef, right? Right, right, beef right. resonates like Wi-Fi signal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, there is more beef, unfortunately, at LSN, at Loudspeakers Network. There's some more beef. I don't like hearing that. There is some- Akash, We gotta resolve this. Akash, I wanna resolve it more than anything. And Alex is is come to my attention. Uh-oh. Oh no, what's going on? It has come to my attention that Alex, unfortunately, Man. is still beefing with Mandy from Horrible Decisions. Still, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. By the way, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you're blocked from Mandy's uh, Instagram, but Mandy looking good, bro. So Mandy she, out here doing her little photo shoots. She always look good. Listen, she always look good, but is she looking gooder? Mm. Okay. But she out here doing these little photo shoots, man. I've been watching. I've been seeing it. I'm looking on Instagram live. You know what I mean? Mm. Seeing what's going on. Mm. You know? Getting all slim, but still thick in the right places. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing, Mandy. All I'm saying is I can't have this beef between you you and her going on. What's the deal with this, Al? Come on, bro. Talk to us, Al. Come on, bro. I'd love to have a conversation with her. Ooh, what does that mean? Why haven't you? I've tried. That makes it seem Hold like on. she don't want to talk to you. You you've tried to talk to Mandy, and then what happened? There's no conversation. You've reached out to her. Yes. I thought the situation was resolved. Did you send that picture of you hanging from the the <laughs> pull up bar with your cock all hard? That's what I should have said, bro. <laughs> This guy's dick looked like the end of a cane. Was it <laughs> just curled and round, just poking out of his fucking shorts? You know exactly what. Shout she out to yeah. the like lady Christmas assholes, candy. though. Yo, our lady assholes are such creeps. Ain't no lady, lady assholes, mad dudes. Was dudes no, huh? it was so many women. Like nah, we have no, a lot of women listening. We yo. do have a lot of women listening. They ain't looking at your curvy ass dick. Yo, your, your dick comes back to fuck you. Maybe the Bluetooth just straightens it out, and that's why I get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> bro, his dick is mad weird looking, bro. Yo, that should be going like that. Yo, like a horseshoe? Forward, bro, it's a bro. horseshoe. You got horseshoe dick. Fast bro. forward, bro. You got a Colts logo on your fucking <laughs> Yo, dude. Your dick look like Andrew Luck's helmet. <laughs> How else you gonna hit the G spot, yo? Real talk, bro. We gotta figure out what's your wrong with your dick. Seven and six dick. Yeah, dog. Why your dick got a winning record finally? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little over 500% dick and shit. No, but for real, why your shit go like that why your shit yo you looking at that picture dumb hard son bro. you think your dick is upset about uh, you're beefing with mandy yo i don't know what your dick upset about <laughs> a protest state son, that should look like an old door handle like that should look like you could open your nana's house like like, you wanna, like if you turn if you grab your dick and pulled your mom will be making beans and shit <laughs> shit my dick my dick almost looked like your nose yo, son, real talk i looked at that shit i was like you hook no <laughs> you hook dick shyla <laughs> yo you got a hook dick bro you got a hook dick for real man real talk your dick bro. beefing with peter pan yo son yo yo it does look like that yo why your dick want to steal kids bro oh no 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 no, no. That's, a, that's a that's a that's peter a peter pan, pan reference i know bro. but Come still on, too close it's too close to what nothing anyway it's your fucking boomerang dick yo uh, australian could throw your dick and that shit come right back <laughs> <laughs> Crikey! 
<laughs> Yo, for real, dog. Your dick look like a croissant. <laughs> Your dick look like a biker's mustache. <laughs> Yo, dude, why your dick? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why your dick look like the shit underneath the bathroom sink? Did <laughs> take the water back up? You know, you know that oh, pipe yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Why your dick look like that? You need Drano for your dick, bro. <laughs> <don't> you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your dick look mad clogged, bro. No wonder why it's always delayed. Come. <laughs> Yeah, your dick look like hold a. Hold on, hold on. Let him try to get that out again. Let him try to get that. <laughs> Let him try to get that joke out one more time. Let that shit get out. We go, we go. Sometimes we Come on. Your dick look like it was branded onto you by a black fraternity. <laughs> uh. He's an Omega. His dick, Q is dog. It's a Q dog. Your dick a Q dog. <laughs> 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 Yo, take right. a cute dog, son. Y'all keep fucking around with that. No motherfuckers don't play. Straight way, bro. Yo, Andrew was so annoyed when we were Yo, your dick look like it got a foot cramp. You know, you know your body cramp up. That's his dick looking. Charlie horse dick. You got Charlie horse dick, bro. Oh fuck, <laughs> bro! Your dick look like midget legs. These are supposed to be jokes, but it sounds like compliments. Coming <laughs> Yo, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good compliment. Shit. Midget leg, that's a good ass uh, compliment. Oh, oh, oh shit! Horse dick. That's an Instagram video right there. Just us saying what his dick look like <laughs> over and over and over again for five minutes. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, okay. But, all right, so so you're beefing with Mandy. What's the deal? Why won't she even answer the phone? What's the deal with this? So, she claims... This is still from the podcast where we had to beef yes, back in the day? Yes, yes, Bro, well, I missed so yeah. much that day. Yeah. I missed a historic day in this and podcast. And it's crazy because she says, we, here. she says there's no problem, but... I still can't work with horrible decisions. So wow. You're not allowed to work with horrible decisions. Not, not like you're going to work with them. Separating you from but Wheezy, I'm... the love of your life. <laughs> Shut up. Well, that is true, yo. That is true point. Yo. <laughs> Can we not do that? <laughs> yo, you guys, Romeo and Juliet. Stop, And, stop, and stop, fucking stop, Mandy stop. is both the Capulus and the Montagues. Bro, just drawing the wedge in between you guys. Unbelievable. It's so sad, bro. It's so sad. Don't time out signal us. Come on, son. Motherfucker trying to do it. No, stop. Non-verbal timeout signal. I'm trying to keep it on track. All All right. right. Let's stay focused. All right. Let's stay focused. You and Mandy got to fuck. I mean. All right. I'm cutting this. No, no, no. You and Weezy. Sorry. You and Weezy. You and Mandy just got to be friends. But you and Weezy, you and Weezy one day, y'all going to fuck. But let's go back to this, bro. Let's go. I want everybody to fuck. Now that I don't got herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody fucking now. So, real talk. This Mandy situation, she's saying she's blocking you out from doing the podcast, just helping out. Yo, but I'm not going to lie, Alex. I understand where she's coming from. I wouldn't want to do a podcast if there was somebody in the room that I had bad vibes with. Right? Mm. That would probably make me uncomfortable. Mm. 
If there was someone I hated who sit in front row at my comedy show, it's like I don't want to make that person fucking laugh. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. It could throw it off. So if if you want to work on the show, which you're not, because we have so much fucking work to do. But <laughs> <laughs> if if you were going to work on the show, which you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this close to hiring Ed in full time. <laughs> and you could keep your job, Sam. I'm this fucking close. <laughs> Ed in dying. Ed in dying. Okay. I think you got to mend that friendship so she feels comfortable enough to have you in the environment, even though you wouldn't be working there. <laughs> um, I'm all with it. I just don't see how there would be any bad tension when you guys said everything that I wouldn't hear for the record. And can I say one thing? Yeah. I heard the episode and an insecure part of me was like, I hope it's not as good without me. And at first it wasn't. And then the second Andrew started that lie, it got so much better than it ever has been without with me there. (laughs) Like it made the podcast so good. Yes. If anybody re-listens to that episode. Andrew said. Andrew. Shut up. Shut up. That's your teammate. Why are you doing this? (laughs) No. Fuck is your problem? We just gave this dude a raise and you're out here making us look bad. Son, I I don't understand. So uh, here's the thing, because I don't care to reconcile this if it's just going to be like, yo, Andrew's the bad guy. No, I want to, because I'm all about positivity. (laughs) I'm all about positivity. I don't like any of that bad blood shit. Right. Because everything works out. Everything always works out. So I would love to rectify things. Mend. Andrew's sweatshirt logo looked like three of your dicks, fam. That shit is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You can can see see the sweatshirt on on YouTube. Bro, that was funny. I'm wearing a North Face for everybody listening. And you know how the North Face has those three little like uh, half rainbows? <laughs> That's what your dick looked like. The rain just went away. <laughs> it didn't look like it almost gay. Okay. Um, so with so with this whole Mandy situation, I'm like, I'm kind of bored even talking about it, frankly. But um, I just don't understand why she hates you. I'm willing to oh. to try to figure out to maybe see if there's some way to reconcile. Maybe we have her on here and have you guys talk it out. Um, how do you feel about that, Akash? I would love that. I mean, we've been supposed to have her on. She's so fucking busy. She always can't yeah. accommodate our time. But um, I would love to have Mandy on here. Maybe you guys can. It, listen, obviously you're not going to work with each other, but maybe you guys can find a way to... To at least be friends. At least you guys can be at the same events without there being beef. Closure. Some closure. I think that's good. I think that's healthy. I'm with it. I'm with it for sure. All right. So everybody go put eggplant emojis on Mandy's picture <laughs> and make sure you tag Alex. <laughs> Yo, that's not cool. Guys, please don't do that. Nah, and I know fine. I'd be saying that. Nah, that is fine. Don't do that. Don't do that because I want us to... Uh, I want us to actually. Uh, I want us to actually try to reconcile. Maybe we'll get Mandy next week. See if she can do it, and let's try to reconcile this shit. Same. Now let's go back to things that aren't boring as fuck. <laughs> Yo, Kyler Murray, you watch. You don't need to watch college football. He won the Heisman. Yeah. He had already been drafted high to go play baseball. Four million dollars signing bonus. Ready, waiting, go. Yeah. 
They let him play at OU for one more year. He wins the fucking Heisman. Right. And before, whereas everybody's like, he way too little to be a quarterback. Yeah. Now, teams are like, huh, he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Got a good arm, smart, constantly calm, never rattled. Like, yeah. makes all the throws. Yeah. What would you do if you're Kyler Murray? Go play baseball in a fucking heartbeat. Here's one thing you got to think about, though. What? You're not going straight into the majors. You're so going to the minors for like three, four years. Yeah. Your first big money contract isn't coming for at least seven years you or so. You said I already got $4 million. $4 million is cool. Yeah. I'm talking about QB money. QB money is, like we just said, that's the one position you pay in the NFL for sure. QB money different. So are no. you sure? I'm going to play baseball. Fuck that. Why would you even want to play football? It's like your career is going to be one so short. Okay, maybe you get that one contract that's pretty good, but you're putting your life on the line. You're putting your health on the line. You're putting your brain on the line. Nobody knows what the fuck you look like because you got a helmet on the entire time. The chances of you actually ending up on a decent team are nothing so now you're on this bum squad team it doesn't have an offensive line you're just getting destroyed every single day you're gonna have coaches flip-flopping all over the place you don't get to be involved in the actual curation of this offense around your abilities it's just a horrible situation for most quarterbacks when they come into the league and you have a potential baseball career and if he's as good at baseball as they're saying he is because he's not no slouch he's a legit yeah they say he's good he was taking like ninth overall or something yeah so this is this guy's gonna make good money you can make money in baseball until you're 40 years old yes we're talking about if you want to gamble on yourself, gamble on the future. That's four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because I think he should play baseball, but really only because he's so fucking skinny. Right. If he was built like Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson's so brolic, he almost looks fat. Russell Wilson can yeah. take a beating. He thick. Kyler Murray, mad skinny. Yeah. He can get fucked up by NFL D linemen. So I yeah. don't think it should be an issue, but. Nobody knows what you look like because you got a helmet on in football. Nobody knows what you look look like in baseball because nobody watches baseball. You know what I mean, like nobody gives a fuck. Why not play both? He could try to do the Bo Jackson thing. Would you do that? <laughs> no. Why, not? why would you risk your fucking? Why would you risk your baseball money on this sport that's surely going to destroy you? It destroyed Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson built a lot bigger, bigger than Kyler Murray. Way bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you are mobile, which he is mobile. In the NFL, you're going to have to get tackled. It's going to happen. When you get tackled in the NFL, it's a different fucking ball game, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes, there was also a quarterback from Michigan named Drew Henson. Same thing, went to go play baseball because he wanted the quick money. Yeah. Didn't pan out for him either. He tried to come back and play football. It had been too Was late. he as good as, as Kyler? He was supposed to be the fucking truth, I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive. I'll double check, but I, I think he was supposed to be really baseball. good. Baseball. And baseball sucks. It's the most boring sport in the world, but- it's safe. It's good money. It's amazing money. It's safe. It's amazing money. I don't think it's, again, because he's yeah. so skinny, you got to play baseball. But if he wasn't, I don't think it would be a complete no-brainer. Bro, the only annoying shit about baseball is you got to learn Spanish if you want to have a relationship <laughs> with any of the people on your team. Besides that, you should absolutely do it without a fucking doubt. Are you kidding? And the chicks that are going to be into you from baseball, like people actually know who you are. Baseball wives are hot, bro. Really? Hells yeah. Bad. Bad. 
Mm. Football wise, bad. We don't even know what football wise are. Football first, first of all, girls don't watch football, and even if they do, they don't girls know what the fucking baseball. players look like. I think more girls watch baseball. I think more girls watch football. I've, if yo, I'm telling you, man, we went to a game in the Falcons. I didn't see no girls at that fucking game. Whenever I go to baseball games, there's chicks there because it's outside. It's a leisure activity. Chicks go there to get some fucking sun, meet some dudes. Instagram opportunities. Maybe it's an Instagram yeah, it's opportunity. Just... The the spring training in Arizona is lit. Uh, it'd probably be wild. Wild. So, without a doubt, I'm going to fucking play baseball. Are you kidding me? I think you're right. But again, if he was... Go back to your Dominican fucking teammates home in the summer and just bang prostitutes for a month. <laughs> Live like a god eating shrimp and lobster all day and banging prostitutes. Oh, boy. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I want to go play football where I'm getting concussions every third game, or I could go to the Dominican Republic with a fucking real Dominican and bang prostitutes for a month. You could probably do that if you play football. It's a longer offseason. Yeah, but not with a real Dominican that your teammates with and you love and your friendship and you have, and he kisses you on the cheek because that's okay in their culture. <laughs> Word. Yes. Yeah. Gay. No, I still I. Well, right. you, I greet my male family members with kiss on the cheek. You do? It's like not like a lip to you cheek. You know who does that? Like Woody Allen. You fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the oh, cheek to cheek mafia sign of respect thing. Mm, Whatever. Okay. All sure I'm thing. saying is, dude, that life baseball. Nothing's really better than that when you think about it. I mean, yeah, you got to play way more. But you're barely playing. Like, you can play a game of baseball and then go out to dinner that night. Yeah. You can play a game. You can do an activity earlier in the day and then go play baseball. There's no issue whatsoever. When you play a, a real sport, like football or basketball, that's your day. Yeah, it's done. Even tennis, that's your day. Yeah. Baseball, you could go play 18 holes of golf. Go play some baseball. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Baseball, you could go... Baseball players surfing in the morning, then go play some baseball. Baseball players work as hard on their bodies as a comedian. Like you go do some shit. Oh yeah, you don't have to work. You, you don't, don't work have on your body to. at all. You can literally just hang out, do a little working out because you don't want to be in horrible shape, dude. Like you probably work out as hard as a baseball player. Yeah, way harder, <laughs> bro. You can have brunch. Like if here's the thing about baseball, you can have a social life. Whatever right. your friends are doing, you right. can do. Hey, we're gonna go play some beer pong. All right, well, the game's not till later. 162 games, though. You got to play 162 boring ass baseball games. That's the problem. The problem is how boring the sport is. It drive you crazy, man. Technically, it might drive you crazy. But they have all these fun antics in the in the bullpen that they do. They like put gum on your hat, but you don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And they like have like uh, cigarettes that are attached to the gum, so it starts getting hot. But you're like, why is it hot? Hijinks. It's so much hijinks. It's mad hijinks. It's so much hijinks and fun. It's mad hijinks. What's the hijinks in the NFL? Hey, do you know your name? No? All right. you Get out of this blue tent thing we just How erected. How boring is baseball that you can just get to have hijinks, hijinks during Hijinks. It's the fucking best office. And then they, you go to Dominican Republic for one month. And what do you do? And fuck prostitutes. Fuck who? Prostitutes. Uh, one more time? Prostitutes. Okay. What do you do in the With Dominican? your friend. What are you doing in the Dominican? With your friend. What else are you that's doing? That's on your team. What else are you That doing? knows where all the best prostitutes are. What are you eating? Probably some sort of assortment of rice and beans. <laughs> I would assume. With some chickens. I thought it was going to be shrimp and lobsters. 
Oh, I forgot about that. You could definitely have some selection of shrimp and lobsters because you're right there on the water and there's probably tilapia. <laughs> I can't even express to you how amazing being a baseball player is if you have a Dominican uh, friend on your team, right? Have you been to the DR? No. <laughs> Yo, you haven't been? No. Oh, Yo, shit. let's go. Flagrant field trip. Oh, man. It's oh, it's nice. Yeah, I know why they it's nice. They let you in, you fucking Puerto Rican? Yeah. Of course it's fucking it's nice. nice. You get to fuck hookers for a month. <laughs> Every time you go, you get to fuck prostitutes for a whole month. And nah. you guys are out here lollygagging nah. like you'd be, you want to be in the NFL when you could be in the Dominican Republic <laughs> fucking hookers for a month and living like a goddamn rock star dream. No, because they no all want to be baseball players, too. No. And you're a baseball player. You're a real baseball player. So then they come up to you. Hey, Poppy, I'm going to do baseball players. <laughs> they, have a, they speak Spanish a little different. <laughs> you sound like the deaf girl. Yeah, like, that's what they sound like. They're all deaf too. They are. And, and it's such a, and it's so fucking fun. For a whole month, you're there. For a, for you, for a whole goddamn, you're there for a fucking month eating lobsters and shrimps and fucking hookers for, and for a month. Okay. For how long? <laughs> Sometimes it's almost two months. If you want to stretch it out, you can do that. If you want to fucking stretch it out and do that, but you get you get the gout. <laughs> from you're, you're, how from you get eating gout? fucking lobsters and shrimpers and the highest quality hookers you ever had? You can eat them too for a fucking whole month. You can do that. Yeah, that's right. And fucking tilapia. Oh. You're gonna have so any, much fucking tilapia. Any other seafoods? Branzino. <laughs> You're going to have Branzino and tilapia and these fucking hookers and you're going to fuck them for one month and your best friend is from there. He's from there and he's from Dominican He's your Republic. best friend. That's your best friend on that team. Okay? That's his your best friend's ha name is Javier or one of those J ones. It's going to be Javier, Jose, or, or Javelino. Javelino. <laughs> okay? Javier, Jose, or Javelino. And then his like last that. name is going to have a lot of fucking X's and Y's in it because those Dominicans spell shit weird. Okay? <laughs> his name is going to be Godion and X. <laughs> You're like, how the fuck is your name Gordion and X? But that's your fucking name because that's the Dominican way to do it. Okay? <laughs> and you're going to go with Gordion and X, and he's going to be like, Bobby, come on, what you want? You want to get some food? You want to get some food? What, what kind of food you want? Some lobster? You want some lobster? You want some lobster? Or you want some, do you want some cream? Do you want some lobster? Or you want some cream? And he can say, I want lobster and cream. And what else? And prostituta, <laughs> you want to say prostituta, and, and, and you're gonna be like, I did want prostituta. Thank you so much, Gorion and X. <laughs> Listen, Gorion and X, Gorion and X. Listen, and then he's gonna take you to this fucking oh, fuck. beach resort, and you think it's honestly Akash? You're gonna walk in there, and and it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Oh, the names there are so fucking... Have you never been to the Men in Public? I've never been. Bro, the names... Tell me about it. Uh, the most creative names you ever heard for places. Oh. Like, this place, it would be like, Gorion and X, Lobster and Scream Ben Hooker. <laughs> right? You're like, how do they come up with this? <laughs> and, and then you walk inside and it's everything you could possibly want. What could I want? Hey, puppy, let me... Hey, do you want, you want your dick so? Sure. So here's the thing with Dominicans. If they don't know how a letter works, they just, just remove it from the, yeah. the word. Just don't say it. Okay? Akaash. Akaash. Yeah. Okay, Poppy. Let me tell let me tell you something, Poppy. Mm. Poppy. Here 
in the morning came Ropoli. Here in Dominican Ropoli. 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 You can get your diesel. <laughs> you can get your diesel from the front to the back. Wow. From the back to the front. Belly puppy. <laughs> from the back <laughs> to the front. Wow. Not the front. The front. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you can get that from the front to the back, the back to the front. Same price. Same price? Same price. Back to the front, front to back. Okay? This is what they'll do. This is very comfortable, very comfortable physically. They say, take your take your dick out. Take your dick out. <laughs> Let me see your dick. <laughs> Dominican is very comfortable with penises. Right. Okay. Let me see your dick as a, as a friend. Come on, as a friend. Come on. As a friend? It's Gordy on eggs. Come on. <laughs> it's Gordy. Gordy, Gordy, let me see it. Let me see your dick. And then you're going to take it out and he go, ah, okay. <laughs> okay, that's a dick. Do you want to put it into something, some hookers? Sure. You don't seem convinced. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I don't really know what's going on. We're at a place. Just, you don't know what's going on? I don't, I don't see the we shrimp and the lobster. Hookers. I see, I see. There's I, shrimp and lobster everywhere. about hookers. There's shrimp and lobster everywhere. It's everywhere? Everywhere, shrimp and lobster. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what would, which would you like? How first? about I eat some shrimp, some lobster, and then maybe. How about you put on your bib? Okay. How about you put on your bib? Okay. Do you know how breaking lobster? <laughs> Do you want me to have the hooker coming breaking lobster? I would like that. The hooker coming breaking lobster? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can have her coming breaking lobster. Okay. Okay. I'm into it. Go to your next. I don't know. I, I think this ran out of steam. How long was that, yeah. though? We went a long time. Kudos to Andrew. Yeah, I don't know. I'll let you go. Guys, I'll let you I let you rock. I did my best. I let you rock. We had about five minutes. What time are we at right now? Two thirty-five. Realize I had this edit. Two hours and a half. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah, two and a half. Oh my god! Is there anything else we have to? Bruh, talk mad shit. Um, let's 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 stop at Lakers want Trevor Ariza uh, reportedly. You want to talk about the Patriots ending or Lakers? No. Lakers want Trevor Ariza. Yes. There's one reason they want it. LeBron thinks they can win the West. Yes. And, and they, they need they someone to, to guard KD. Yes. That's the only reason that they want him. Yes. And they know that he looks at his team right now and he goes, there ain't nobody fucking here that can guard Dick KD. Lance Stevenson breathing hot air into his face ain't going to stop KD. Nothing's going to stop KD uh, except possibly a Trevor Ariza. So who do I give up for Trevor Ariza? I don't know, but there's a lot of pieces that they can give up and I would not be uh, sad to see literally any of them go. I think giving up Trevor Ariza, I'm sorry, I think getting Trevor Ariza changes that team in the playoffs. Not regular season, no. just playoffs. And I think you want a guy like that to lock down not only KD, switch on to Clay, switch on to whoever. James Harden, you might go up against Houston. Oh. And you might want someone to just follow his ass around, be lanky and get in the way of his shooting. If you want somebody to tear up Houston, go get you Luca. Go get you fucking Luca, this dog. This kid the truth, bro. Bro. Really the truth, bro. This kid really the truth. He looks like he'd be worse at ball than you. But <laughs> but he's so fucking cold. Nah, he's nice. The kid is fucking. This step nice. back three shit is it's, a, it's, it's crazy. It's 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 violent. What's crazy? I saw my first full game Saturday. Mm -hmm. He got a lot of room to improve. Yeah, nah, he's nice. He's nice. You, what'd you think? What were your thoughts when you were watching him? I was underwhelmed for the first three and three fourths of the game or whatever, yep. and then the last four minutes of the game when he went the eleven zero run, eleven zero run, yeah. all him. It yeah. was so fucking cold blooded. Yeah, and yeah. like. The first three, he wasn't happy with himself. He was just like, yeah, it's about fucking time, which I liked. He wasn't gassed. 
Second three. All right, cool. Third three. All right, let's go. Fourth. And uh, that was a, he drove to the lane, actually. Yeah. He didn't settle for a heat check three. No, no. Drove the lane, Pulled hit a nice up. little yeah. runner. Got an arsenal. Yeah. And he shot, and he's only going to get more athletic. I think his step back three at times is not a good decision. He's going to learn when it's a good decision, when it's not. Yeah. He's a great fucking passer. He's as he gets more explosive, he's only going to get better. He got That's crazy the offensive. Trade Dennis Smith Jr. as soon as you can. I would. Because yeah, just trade him as soon as you fucking can. That's and maybe you can find a role for everyone, but I Luca's the fucking guy. That's the truth. And to get even if I know how lucky I was to win a championship because I was older when they won it. So even if they don't to go from Dirk to Luca is just like to get two players in a row like that is amazing. Yeah. No, Mavs are super fucking lucky. No, they are. They are very fucking lucky, man. It's uh no, they're in a good good situation, man. It is just good things happening, good things popping. I love this kid Luca. NBA is in a very exciting state because it's in a state of disarray. We love a state of disarray. Right. Nothing is better than a state of disarray. Right. Right. There's mystery who's gonna win, what's yeah. going on. It's why the NFL is so exciting this year. It's yeah. like, oh, the Patriots aren't that good. Did you see real quick? Did you see yeah. Patrick Mahomes passes? Yeah, he's insane. No look strike. He's stupid. Fucking Magic Johnson. He's stupid. The guy's stupid. Okay. The we'll guy's gonna fucking just. I mean, he's that's the truth right yeah. there. He's the future, and he's got a great coach to get him there. I think. Yeah, Andy I hope Reeves. they can fucking manage the clock in the playoffs. And look how easily they um, recovered from yeah, Kareem Hunt. From Kareem Hunt, like it just goes to show you, man. You know, like. Well, maybe I thought there was more importance to a running back, but like you said, they're kind of a dime a dozen. I mean, this is why attitudes just aren't necessary in the NFL. There's so many pieces on a team. Not one of them is that much more important than another. (coughs) If there's anybody that should have a fucking arrogant attitude, it's an offensive and defensive line. Everybody else should fall the fucking line. But if that O-line want to yap about shit and complain about... Quarterbacks not hitting passes, receivers not catching balls, and, and and running backs not hitting gaps. If you know that you're the truth of an yeah. offensive line, start talking, yo. So there's a thing this GM said: the order in which you pay people, you pay the guy who can throw the ball, yeah. the, the guy who can tackle the guy who can throw the ball, sack the guy, guy who can protect the guy who can throw the ball, then the guy who can catch the throw, the guy who throws the ball. But that's like who you pay, just because yeah. running backs have short shelf life. I'd say a running back is fourth most important. I agree, and. After that is wide receiver. I agree. And then cornerback. So I yeah, agree. Evo wide receiver. And we just proved it today when we looked at all the most elite wide receivers yep. in the league and none of them over the last fucking 10 years and none of them have any. You know who ranks. won a Super Bowl, I think two years ago was it? Maybe three? Denver? You know what Denver had? Peyton Manning, well past his prime. Good receivers. Sanders was legit and so is Demarius Thomas, Thomas is good. Yeah, yeah. But you know what they really had? Von Miller and Demarcus Ware. And right. that's why they won. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody would deny that. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Big news. Hopefully next week we get to talk more about it. We love y'all. Um, oh, yes. I just want to give a quick, real quick uh, shout out um, to my peoples. Um, uh, I got to give a shout out to uh, Demarius. Uh, what am I talking about? Uh, to Dijon. To Dijon and uh, Yomides. Uh Dijon and Yomidis. Yomidis sound Dominican. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yo, son, that's, that's, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> Alex really trying to play me right now, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm wearing, son. I do look like a Star Trek. That shit is crazy. Let me get this fucking little shout out. Oh. Um, but yo, man, I, I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Um, happy birthday to Dijon, by the way. I was trying to... Uh, we were trying to organize a little happy birthday. These guys have come to my shows before uh, when I was in uh, Austin. 
They are actual army members. These are yeah, these are members of the actual army. That's what I should have prefaced. Thank you so much. Um, and you know the asshole army fully supports the army army. So uh, I just want to give a shout to y'all. They sent uh, me some hats, uh, some army hats, uh, cool army bottle opener. I don't know why they're uh, supporting drinking. Uh, but uh, hey do whatever y'all will need to do Uh, all the way from Fort Hood Texas so thank y'all so much man and everybody in the military you know we got your back the asshole army supports the fuck out of you man we'd love to support the troops in whatever way we possibly can if there's ways that we can do that more let us know please if it's a show or something like that I know uh, Akash and I would would be more than happy to do it Um, but yeah I just want to say thank you for you guys for listening for uh, forever since what we've been doing and uh, thank you to everybody just listen you know we're going to keep this you know content train moving and man we got some cool shit coming up i can't wait to tell you all about thank y'all so much all right see y'all friday yes sir